Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Don't forget, you can also catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and uh, if you'd like, you can also podcast us as well. We do uh, normally have the video up there, but the video is not up there for D-Dad Muska, so he can't say uh, hi to all his family back in, what, what are they, is everyone in Scotland, or where's everybody at? Uh, well, the, the sisters in Scotland and mom and dad are preparing the apple crop for 2021 in Broadbrook, Connecticut. There we go. I think I've fastened my last button here. I just my little button popping off. Uh, I want to thank uh, Tim Romero, Integrity Motors, uh, who bought me uh, some lunch. I went out to go meet my good friend uh, Jim Gale, uh, who previously worked for uh, Canyon. He's helping me with the FCC license uh, renewal application and all the stuff that he's doing. But uh, uh, go on out to Los Lunas and uh, patronize and go visit uh, Mr. Tim Romero out there as a Integrity Motors. Uh, it's got integrity right in the title. How can you go wrong? I know. How can you go wrong? Well, uh, it was very nice. He says, I, I got to pay for that. I'm like, well, that's amazing. He just uh, recognized me, I guess, my vote. You know, because we're all walking around and honestly, we're not really, you know, we can't see each other. We mm. have no idea what's what. And it's like, oh, he just recognized you right, uh, right by your voice. So I thought that that was very, very cool. So Probably give him a couple of plugs today because uh, that was pretty dead. Had the shrimp tacos and fish tacos. I just got one a piece. Give the other one to to, to Jim. And, shrimp uh, taco sounds good. Yeah, it really was. So it was uh, the Del Taco. Never, never really. I don't think I've ever gone to a Del Taco. Maybe I don't know. You know, you go so many places. Where do you go? Del Taco. Is that really? Is that yeah? What it is? That's a little jingle. Well, we're not here to talk about fast food and all those uh, kinds of things. Uh, we are going to be talking about a restaurant uh, at uh, near the bottom of the hour, 420. Uh, we're going to have um, Chris, is it is it Cordova? Cordova? Cordova. Uh, Chris Cordova, uh, he is going to be uh, joining us. And uh, you're going to hear what he has been up against. And if you think that you have a bad COVID story, well, he's just uh, yet a latest of a string of examples of where the governor likes to make examples of people. And there are people who are just, hey, look, we told you before, there are businesses, hey, if they can take the PPE and the bailout and all that, you know, it's sort of like when these people come and tell you, it's like, I'm a conservative, and you ask him, well, uh, how did you, you get through the pandemic? Well, we filed for PPE. Well, you're not a conservative. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about you. You're definitely not a conservative. Um, and he's one of those businesses that has probably been trying to help the entirety, uh, the entire time, his employees, and now he's got to get some of these employees and, and compete against the government who's handing out the money, and yet the government's still trying to shut him down. And we know what is it? What's the amazing statistic? One in ten thousand uh, can be transmitted by droplets. Yes, right. Uh, CDC itself. Yeah. yeah, surface area. Uh, if there is any COVID that makes it onto a surface area, it's one in ten thousand. Published by the New York Times, uh, put forth by the CDC. So these are things that we know to be true, yet your governor, uh, in her virtue signaling and her edicts that she's handing out, and now she's, you know, dangling that carrot out in front of everybody. Oh, nine weeks, eight weeks, seven weeks. We're going to get there if you just do what we say. 
And what's really disgusting is some of the other people who really benefited had their hand out the entire time. I mean, like, you know, Peter Trevesiani, who's the owner. Can you say such a thing? If you're looking for $100 million <laughs> from the government to yeah. go ahead and... Who really owns your soccer club? Yeah, who it's... owns your soccer club, Peter Trevesiani? And uh, he's made an unbelievable amount of money. So he's on the, on the horn this morning with that idiot, Bob Clark, uh, who truly is an idiot because the guy... And, and they followed up with a commercial. I was just listening in because I just wanted to go ahead and, and just check in. And because and, I'm playing with, we had to fix our radio signal this morning, uh, bring the engineer down from northern New Mexico. And so I, I just pipe in and I'm like, oh, who's that? Oh, it's Peter Trevesiani of the uh, New Mexico United. And all they're doing is pimping him out about, oh, isn't it great? Finally, we can all come together. It's like I realize you're vaxxed and you're vaxxed and like the only people who can actually celebrate. Uh, this whole entire thing is the people who are vexed and they can hug and make contact. Baloney. Do you know how many other states have been open, you idiots? Why do you continue to push this type of line and this type of thinking? Well, it's up to you. You know, ne- next person gets on with the New Mexico Department of Health. I'm like, is this really passing for conservative talk radio? Getting your entire horde of, of group, not one Hispanic amongst them, I should tell you, uh, that are coming out and saying, well, it's all up to you, New Mexico. If we get vaxxed, if we get to 60%, then we can open. Do you know how long and hard we we are, how angry we are at being baited? We know that this whole entire thing is a pandemic. We know how this has gone along. And you have to act as if this is just this unbelievable condition that we've all been living through. No, this is self-induced. This is by design. This is on our own. And if you bought in to this great reset, this crap, and because you're a Trump hater, well, this is, this is definitely the place where you want to go ahead and listen over there on that other radio station. And anywhere else, KANW, same exact crap that they're pushing out. And you're just eating it up, not questioning what's happening. Well, Chris Cordova is not one of those types of people. Okay, I don't I don't know him from Adam. Met him one time. Okay, has an amazing restaurant. He's not buying into the masking, the vaccine, or any of the thing. And you can't force people to be compliant. You can't force people to do everything that the government tells you to do. It just doesn't work that way. It's unconstitutional. It's anti-liberty. It's it, it it's it's it eats at the very core of what this country is all about. Yet, between the marketing, from the entertainment, from the media, from the television, from the other radio stations, from the newspaper, if you don't get on board with this, you're a bad guy. You don't care about people's health. And and then you you put it all underneath this big, broad banner. Well, finally, we're going to be able to get 300 people, 400 people out to the game. To go see the New Mexico United? Remember their whole ploy and big push on... Black Lives Matter. Remember that big push? How you can become more Black Lives Matter friendly. In the middle of the pandemic, is that not what we uh, got from their website last year? The biggest terrorist and hate group in the entire country, besides Antifa, is Black Lives Matter. Period. Uh, The toolkit is still available on the New Mexico United website. Black Lives Matter toolkit for our supporters. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be out there? 
You've got all these people indoctrinated like a bunch of lemmings pouring themselves out, talking about black... Oh, it's, it's Asian American month now. It's African American month. You know what Hispanics get? We get half a month. From September 15th to the 30th. Nope, that's Largest minority group in the United yeah, States. We half get a half month. a month. <laughs> and I don't even care about race. I couldn't care less about it. But we continue on this tirade, this all-American assault on everything and every person that is against every single thing that's come in with the Biden administration and what you terrorists did to our country in 2020. Heck, the CD1 candidate for the Republican Party is even benefiting off. He got $1.8 million off of PPE. In addition to that, he actually benefits, and his company benefits, by what? Testing. Everybody needs to get tested multiple times. Yep. I mean, I can't imagine a better business to be in than that business that year, and you still had to go ahead and you needed a bailout? Now, I don't want to digress too much here, but the overall point in all of this, as we continue to kind of go down and let the science lead us, right? I mean, we, we look at, oh, and I'm glad New Mexico United lost their season opener because they had to do that and then have their big, uh, didn't they have their Civic Plaza? Yeah. Oh, they, oh, the gathering at the Civic Plaza. Oh, here we go. We got to all come together. I think they handed up baseball bats and Molotov cocktails at, the, at that event, right? right. It's amazing. Uh, the Black Lives Matter people weren't down there at begging for a million dollars, right? Do you guys remember that? I got to play that again. Telling what other mayors do, remember? Yeah. We've got that eight and a half minute video of Black Lives Matter literally telling Tim Kelly, you got to give us, that's what this was all about. You got to give us the money. You want us to shut up? It's embarrassing. They're begging. Unbelievable. New Mexico United losing its season opener, and then soccer fans gather at Civic Plaza to watch New Mexico. Like, the idiot media here locally just can't help themselves. The greatest part about is the community of soccer is actually coming together. That's all you hear, coming together. We stay in this together. We did it together, together, together. You have never seen the country and the city and the state more divided than right now. And people are like, well, we're, we're getting the hell out of here. I'm out of here. I'm going to Arizona, Utah, Colorado. We already went through all the census numbers yesterday. People love that. I got so much oh, feedback. Did they, yeah. they absolutely loved what we were talking about yesterday. Just facts. Just facts. Just facts. And then, oh, it, Biden's leading the, the resurgent uh, economy, of course. <laughs> Biden, we voted. The Biden recovery. Oh, and, and suddenly downtown residents, there's been lo no life, no anything. And you saw this report. Downtown residents raise concerns over loud, loud late night cruising, parking, parking lot parties. <laughs> well, we got to at some point get out and do something, right? Well, here's what, and, and this is, this is really the science leading us because the science is stats. The COVID lockdowns cost jobs. They have not saved any lives. People need to understand what has happened here in this economy. That's the real, the real cost. I mean, these are businesses that are never coming back, ever. New Mexico isn't, you're saying we, we're going to top out right at 2.2 million, and that's it. You're going to be happy with, oh, I'm so glad so many people didn't move here. I'm so glad we decided, you know, to move to New Mexico, and we can keep the people out. The 
people who actually create jobs, the actual people who invest in the economy, not the people who are waiting for the handout, like Peter Travestiani of the New Mexico United. There's nothing that these lockdowns actually did for the state, and there's no reason to celebrate coming out of them. We did not need to lock down the economy. We did not need to lock down New Mexico anymore, the most restrictive state in the country. Okay? Wallet Hub last, last year, right, May, started ranking states' lockdowns in May of 2020. Guess which was the most lockdown state? New Mexico. Guess who's in the front cover or, or, or in the, uh, one of the front articles of the Rolling Stone? Michelle Lujan Grisham, May 15th. Okay? Using a formula that assigns numerical value to mask mandates, large gathering limits, school closings, shelter-in-place requirements, and other measures put in place to try and stop the spread of the deadly coronavirus, the rankings did not account for things like population densities, the close quarters of urban households, or use in public transportations. New Mexico tops the list in every single category. Wallet Hub's latest calculations as of early April, states including New York, New Jersey, California, plus Washington, still had tight restrictions in place. We're also seeing relatively high death rates. Meanwhile, 12 states had tight restrictions and low death rates. Guess which is the fifth least populous, uh, uh, per, uh, population density state in the entire country? That would be New Mexico. Yet we have the most restrictive the most restrictive lockdowns here in the country. So if your business is people that you celebrate, the leaders in the community, if they're celebrating coming out of this, think about that when you put it in perspective with Midwestern states like North Dakota, South Dakota, right? Very low population states. Certainly Texas is right there, Arizona. Can you imagine how those people probably look at the people who are leading our our state and our economy, they'd be the laughing stock if they lived in any other state but New Mexico. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. Can't wait to talk to uh, Mr. Cordova. Hey, sure, okay. a lot of fun. He really was. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Cumulus uh, gave orders to not cover right-wing issues. Well, you got to. I mean, it's a right, totally blue state now, totally blue everything. That's the direction things are going. So you got to take advantage of they They read the polls right in the morning, and then they formulate their opinions based upon that because we want to be Makes life the easy. most popular. That's what it is. That's, that's called taking a stand, right? <laughs> Standing up for what you believe in. <laughs> no, that's called saving your ass, saving your job. Hey, don't say that on the radio. Don't say that on TV. You could get fired. Isn't that what's really important? need to be a little bit Citizen Kane here and commit to the truth every single day. 421, back and forth, thank you. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcasts, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Great news! Anne Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Anne Matthews Bridal has been chosen 
to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthew's Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sun's Up and Dine-In Tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen Water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Hey, Budike. Car Spa here. Did you know that Car Spa has four locations or that Car Spa is locally owned for 47 years? Did you know that Car Spa employs more than 100 people in Albuquerque or that two Car Spa locations remain traditional full and exterior wash services and two new stores are called Car Spa Flex? That means everything or all services at one location. No wash across the street from our wash across the street from our wash across the street. That can get expensive, right? Flex has fast lanes. Landing areas for both express and full-service finish, express and complete detail landing areas, optional courtesy vacuum, and relaxing waiting areas. Some washes offer expensive convenience offset by free popcorn. Car spa, value and experience exceed all expectations. Now, stay tuned for the pop quiz called Show Me. Experience the new flex, East Central or Sevilla at Core. Google Range Home Car Spa for exact location. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. If you've been looking for guns and ammo lately, you know how hard it's been to find what you're looking for. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, they expect demand to remain high throughout at least the first quarter of 2021, which means some shops and online sellers will charge crazy prices. Here's the pledge from Los Ranchos Gun Shop. You'll get a fair price and the kind of treatment you deserve to protect your home, your family, and yourself. Experience Los Ranchos Gun Shop on 4th Street, south of Osuna. Or shop online at shop.losranchosguns.com. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Boy, this is really nice out there today, huh? Look at this in Los Alamos. It's partly cloudy skies with 60 degrees. It is 73 in Knob Hill and 73 here at the Rock of Talk. As I scan for problems uh, on the freeways... 
The good news is I see no freeway problems, but I will tell you, it will be slow if you're going to be on Unser right now. Of course, you know this, the one lane that they have between uh, uh, west side out to um, southern, that's still in play. They're going to try and get that done in the next couple of weeks. But anyways, very slow as you make your way between Russ Medical Center and Southern. I will tell you, it's a little slow if you're coming off of, uh, I t- I'm sorry, coming onto I-25 northbound from uh, Gibson all the way through that little S-curve all the way. Uh, looks like things will clear up once you get uh, towards the downtown exits. And if you're coming uh, onto uh, Coors Road, looks like that's going to be a little slow as you make your way off I-40. Heading towards, um, well, looks like that's just for about half a mile with the slowing there. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop. Monty's Cigar Shop with the largest humidor in the Southwest. That means the largest blends, the largest selection, great prices. I mean, the price variation is great. You get anything you want, you say, this is my budget, and you go in there and you have a great cigar. Monty's Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 426 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.ff on the app. Then we got 1490 AM in Santa Fe. That was, uh, that was bouncing all the way to Los Lunas. That was pretty cool. And then 107.1 in Los Alamos. So uh, there you are covering 1.3 million people and declining, right? Because uh, we're losing population. That's what's happening and he's in New Mexico. Uh, let me tell you just very, very quickly, you know, what we've been getting through in our Rock of Talk uh, dot chat site. We'll be back up uh, tomorrow, hopefully. Um, I'm anticipating right about noon, so that'll be good. So one more day. But we had our entire, uh, all, all of our websites wiped out. Um, everything, and then had to be rebuilt within just a matter of 24 hours. Got that up uh, back and running. Yesterday we had a huge hiss. Uh, on the radio sh- uh, station, our engineer came down from up north. Brian did a great job, got us back up and running. Thank you, Brian, for, for, for doing that. And I know he's listening up in uh, northern New Mexico right now as he's uh, fixing Case Suave uh, as well, doing a little bit of update up there in Santa Fe. I believe that's 99.9 and uh, forget the maybe 8... Eight ten. We probably don't have the same audience. Uh, We're not in direct competition. (laughs) Different demos. Well, I don't know. I think those are really cool little call letters there. Oh, Um, so it'd be it'd be something that I would definitely look at. But um, you know, we've been working through all these, and every all of this stuff has happened just at one time. So we appreciate uh, your patience uh, during this time, and uh, this is what happens when you're over the target. Much like our next guest, uh, Chris Cordova. Uh, he is uh, one of the managers over at Backstreet uh, Grill, and he's trying to keep everything going all at once. And uh, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing great, Eddie. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Glad we could hear you loud and clear on the phone lines, which, which uh, we also got repaired today, so we can take multiple calls at once instead of just the, the one line. What's been going on? Uh, we see that you've been featured, uh, Chris, uh, prominently not once but twice. Uh, you have some... People who are going out trying to make your life a living hell, but you're not letting it get the best of you. What's uh, what's the latest situation? And uh, help us understand uh, what may have been um, sort of misconstrued or maybe misstated uh, erroneously uh, out of the uh, the television station that was covering this uh, story. Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, essentially, you know, we've been here operating for a handful of years, and we've always been a very, you know, well-ran restaurant and, you know, an historical area. And, you know, we always follow all regular health, bio, you know, rules and regulations, and and so there's no issues there. 
It seems to be the only issue is the fact that they really are adamant about the mask mandate. Okay. And we just we just aren't, you know, um, myself and our staff included, um, the small staff that we do have at the moment, they all just want to exercise the right to not wear the mask. And as far as sanitation and everything else, yeah, that is super high level. We even have special, you know, sanitizers just for this COVID outbreak and everything else. And, you know, most restaurants uh, in general overall are very clean and take sanitation and food preparation very seriously. So I think a lot of the misinformation out there may have kind of led to that or alluded to, you know, other violations other than just simply the mask mandate itself, which is the only reason at the moment that we are even dealing with anything with the health department or, or OSHA. So, you know, it's really not uh, always that they make it out to be on the news for sure. So you have a local neighbor that's just down the street from you. Uh, Dowd has uh, some of the pieces of information on him. He lives uh, all of seven uh, houses down from your uh, shop called the Back Street Grill, located in Old Town. Uh, not a patron of your shop. Uh, they've gone after you publicly as far as your Yelp reviews. Uh, they've made it their purpose uh, to put you out of business. And they've got a, a particular name for these businesses. What do they call them? Uh, QAnon, anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers. Uh, there was a, a something more specific, though, the, the way that they referenced them. I'll get to that in, in a second. But, I mean, you're literally being targeted by one person who is a public employee who's made it his mission to put you out of business. How does that make you feel? Well, I mean, it's unfortunate. At the same time, it's like, wow, you know, I mean, maybe they're really bored or something, and I just give them something to, to strive for. Well, they do I'm not for sure. government. <clears throat> yeah, you know, you know, so I mean, as far as that though, yeah, it is kind of unfortunate to read some of those reviews, and then, of course, we're labeled a lot of things that we aren't and don't pay any attention to uh, whatsoever. You know, this is just us trying to run our business, get back off the ground after last year. Uh, we were trying to rehire staff and just get ourselves going again, and just handle all the internal logistical problems that we need to fix to achieve our level of where we were prior to 2020. So dealing with a lot of the extra static from the outside, you know, people are getting on Yelp, they are getting on Google. Um, these are people giving bad reviews that actually don't have any experience with our restaurants or just are helping friends hurt local business because they're angry that we don't want to wear masks. Although we don't, you know, have a problem with people who want to wear masks. So they're always welcome. Mask or no mask, everybody's welcome here. At Backstreet Grill, no problem. But yeah, it's a uh, I never thought I'd have to deal with something like this, honestly. Somebody that lives just down the street from us, and we could be supporting each other in the community, but they're making kind of commitments to hurt us instead rather than help us. Wow, that's, uh, you said it right there. That's exactly what they're all about, I thought. They were all about uh, community. and Buy local? Buy local. local? Yeah, exactly. How about destroy local? That's... <laughs> it appears that that's the case. And, of course, you know, I'm a very easy person to talk with if they wanted to discuss something, you know, just one-on-one, -on -one, and then I would be more than happy to listen to their opinions and their thoughts. And, again, there's a lot of other restaurants that will, you know, wear masks for their clients and their staff or whatever makes them feel most safe and most comfortable. And so, you know, it just comes down to the regular freedom of choice market philosophy where, you know, if you want a burger and you're unsatisfied at the sushi place that you're at because they're not serving burgers, well, that's not really their fault. And we're just offering a choice. And we know there's many people that do follow us and support us that don't worry about the masks. They're not interested in dealing with that kind of atmosphere when they go and dine out and enjoy time with friends and family. And why can't they just make the choice with their dollars and shoes? They, we're just not going to go there. We don't feel it's safe enough yet, although we would like to support local. But they, they're going out of their way on Facebook. This posted April 14th by Mr. Eric Shimamoto. 
Uh, this is the same Backstreet Grill that was shut down on December 30th for repeated and intentional violations of the public health order. An order explaining the health orders are unconstitutional tyranny. And then he, and then he posts a picture of my children uh, in addition to all this uh, other stuff. He also says how to report non-compliance within a, and then it gives a link to the report where you can, how to report a non-compliant uh, with a business with a violation of the mass gatherings ban or violations of the public order. And then he's creating, this is a public employee, again, information you need to file. He gives all of the details of that. And then uh, other people are jumping on board with this. So uh, since this is going to happen this way, uh, and you've already been working with the uh, state of New Mexico, you've been, uh, you know, adhering to, you know, to to the extent that, that you decide that you want to, I should say, uh, with, with the Department yeah. of Health and, and, and what they're doing, uh, what can we do? To help Backstreet Grill, what can we do to raise awareness? Because your plight is the plight for many other businesses as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I think at this point it's just making sure to verbalize the support for everybody who's in the community, you know, local or otherwise. It, if you want to run your establishment a certain way and it's, you know, pretty much abides by all the regular guidelines for safety and public health and everything else. Um, the, anything related specifically at this point just to the COVID mandates per state, which are very inconsistent across the country as it is, um, we need to get back to a purpose where we can get people you know, just competing back in the market again. We just need that kind of support. We're getting plenty of support from people wanting to come out and dine here, which is great, and we're doing our best to be able to support that business structure. You know, we don't have a lot of staff yet. So we do appreciate that support, but it is a little overwhelming at that aspect right now. So just what we're doing now, speaking up, um, letting people know that you can open your business. Um, you do get a right to be able to defend yourself, you know, outside of just the health department coming in and telling you you're going to do this. Uh, there is still due process, and I think people need to realize you don't need to be fearful. Uh, utilize the due process if you need to. Get yourself a court date if you have to. But maintain your stance on opening your business the way you want to run it. I mean, that is part of a good, healthy, free market structure. Yeah, not to mention so one, of the reasons really why, back to that. one of the reasons why uh, people go into business for themselves because they don't like to be told what to do, and they can pretty much do everything uh, on their own. Let me, uh, just a couple of last things here. We're speaking with the uh, one of the uh, owners of Backstreet Grill, uh, Chris Cordova, or do you own it uh, by yourself? Do you, own, do you have other partners? No, I'm just a people? partner. I'm operating it at the moment okay. down here in Old Town. Okay. So, uh, but they've, they've, they've decided that they're going to do whatever they can to provide this service out there. And you should be rewarded um, and be thought highly of for trying to open your business and keep things going. Because as we have all known, uh, the economy has absolutely tanked. With the exception of the fact that Michelle Lujan Grisham is getting bailed out by Joe Biden to the tune of $18.7 billion. And uh, what they want you to do, Chris, is they want you to shut down your business and uh, go ahead and file for the PPE uh, for the additional $29 billion that uh, seems to be coming out to support restaurants. Your thoughts on that, uh, government bailouts for small business? Well, I mean, they're actually going to utilize the funds in a manner that helps us and actually supports, I mean, I have a a primary candidate, I would think, you know, locally independent, we own business down here in historic area of Albuquerque. Um, and so I hope it maybe does help out some places. Um, we'll just have to see how that goes. I mean, we're going to have to see if they're going to put their money where their mouth is and make that happen for anybody around here, considering there's so many places that have already closed down. And, you know, getting that opportunity right now is too late anyways for a lot of people. Um, how long were you closed you. down? How long were you closed down? Well, we just tried to maintain open the whole entire time. I mean, 
we never closed down. We just stayed open, except during the beginning of 2020, that first set of closures, it really wouldn't have mattered if we were just advertising full strength that we're open. No one was going out. So just by default of the orders themselves, we would have lost probably 50% of annual revenue just because of, you know, the opening act of the pandemic response. I mean, so there was really nothing we could have done to really combat that. But, you know, supposedly they wanted to come shut us down in December because we maintained indoor dining when we weren't supposed to. But I was just doing what I had to do. I was just staying open and saying we have to weather this out. And the only way to truly weather it out is to continue to make sales so we can survive. And so now we're at that precipice now where we're still not shutting down. They want to shut down because of the mask mandate. So we're just continuing on trying to get the sales we can. Um, you know, we're not trying to upset guests and, or anything like that without wearing masks, but we're just trying to, to operate. So you well, know, last we just time to I was, open, but I think the economic damage you talked about was already done. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I'm getting text after text after text. Uh, let's go ahead and help out uh, Backstreet Grill. What's the best way uh, to do that, uh, Chris? Uh, and how can we support your business? Sure. I mean, you can come out, you know, grab some lunch with us. Um, I know we have some limited hours, so we're open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 through 7. Um, so if you want to come down just for drinks, I mean, it doesn't have to be like, you know, bring everybody out for a big dinner or anything like that. Just help support us, help look out for us a little bit um, online. People can try to help combat some of the negative reviews and some of the untrue reviews by just leaving some testimonials if they had a chance to eat here. I really only want legitimate reviews, so I don't want to make it a, a situation where they're just leaving reviews make us look good because we got some because we're not wearing masks. That's, I don't care about that. But if they had a good experience, you know, write your experiences about us. Come down and talk to us, you know, a little bit if you want to come support us. And, of course, we have takeout and all the rest of that uh, as well. And in the midst of all this, uh, Chris is actually dealing with some actual business issues, and those uh, business issues have to, a lot to do with hiring. It's got to be next to impossible to hire right now, and then also some vendor issues which is, hey, trying to get everything uh, back on the normal timing again, Chris, getting people uh, food deliveries, et cetera. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, there is some vendor issues, and just uh, getting the food to the restaurant is a little bit more challenging than it was. Now, I see that, you know, eventually getting corrected, and that part will be something, and then hopefully in the next couple months we'll start to be able to get a good handle on. The staffing is another concern, though, um, because I can have the best vendors and all the on-time orders that I need if I don't have anybody helping me produce then it really limits my abilities to be able to serve guests. You know, I have to be really controlled with how many guests I can seat because we can only feed a certain amount of people when there's a certain amount of people working. So, yeah, that can be another way people can support us. Uh, anybody has any good staff that want to work in a free environment where they have a good job environment, good opportunities, and paying competitive hourly rates, getting people in, providing training. So anybody interested in sending quality employees to us to help grow, that would be great support. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, uh, give out your phone number twice, please. Let everybody know how uh, people can place a, an order with you tonight, tomorrow, the rest of the week. And, uh, you know, if they can't uh, go in, uh, maybe they can do some, some carryout and we'll get you uh, support. Uh, how can we do that? Yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah, best way for that is uh, Wednesday through Sunday at the moment, uh, between 11 and 7. Uh, Menify online. Just Google Backstreet Grill and click Place an Order. It's the easiest way to do a prepaid to go order online, and you just pick it up with your name at the door, and it's already ready when you arrive. So it's fast, convenient, easy. And so that's the best way I would do to go orders. Sometimes we don't have enough staff to actually answer the phone. 
you know, that's go. a hit or miss kind of operation if you want to call it personally. And we do have the opportunity to take a to go order for you. We'd love to do that as well. Chris, uh, I doubt you've ever complained of anything in your life. If you're not complaining about this, uh, you're keeping your chin up and uh, you keep fighting. And we're going to definitely get some support out there for you and uh, support uh, you and your cause and to providing great food and probably the most uh, notable place in all of Albuquerque, Old Town Albuquerque. Thanks for being with us. And check back in with us and let us know how it's going. If they're harassing you. We want to know about it. And if they're misconstruing what's going on in your business, uh, let us know about that too. Chris Cordova with Backstreet Girl. Thanks for being here, sir. Yeah, thank you, Eddie, for sure. Thank you. All right, great stuff. Uh, 441, back and forth. Thanks for listening. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. 
This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com all right time to put things together starting with the weather another great looking day today and tomorrow looks the same back to the rest of the week looks like it's going to be mostly well hot how about that 73 degrees right now at haynes park at 68 with a partly cloudy sky in Harris and 73 here at the rock of talk Worst drive right now does seem to be on Paseo del Norte. The only good news there, no accidents or stalls, but you are under 25 miles an hour. As you come off the flyaway there off of I-25 all the way to the river. And if you think in Alameda, mm, I'd say no, not tonight. It's already building up. It's bulking up right there at 2nd Street, westbound on Alameda, all the way out to Loretta. Also getting away from Curlin Air Force Base, that's no t- uh, fun drive. On uh, Eubank northbound, looks like you're hitting the brakes right there, central, all the way up to the I-40. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe always treats you special, and they are the home for Canyon Water on the west side. If you change your water, you'll change your life. Now, you want to change your life because Janice and all the girls there at Salon Deluxe know how to take care of hair and nails better than anyone in the cleanest salon in all of Rio Rancho. SalonDeluxe.com. Make your appointment today. We're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, 550-5500, if you want to go ahead and call in, we have uh, open lines. That's great. Our lines are, are back, so you can uh, give us your story or what you think about Backstreet Grill or any of the unfair orders that come down from the governor. You know, other states are open, wide open. They, they, they just don't care uh, about uh, keeping the command and control economy uh, and waiting for the bailouts coming from the federal government. I mean, can you imagine if you just had to sit there and just wait for the money to come in from the federal government and uh, you know sign on the dotted line? You're you're a front. And, and can you imagine being such a terrible human being that you're going out and stalking another business and then figuring out ways to report them so that it is your goal to put these people out of business? I, I've I mean, done a little digging on that t- terrible human being you you, you discussed, Mr. Shimamoto, with a lot of mm-hmm. publicly available information. Uh, his LinkedIn profile. So please come at me legally. I'm just reading things from websites. Uh, your own LinkedIn profile uh, lists you as a staff attorney for the New Mexico Court of Appeals. So this is a alleged public servant. Mm-hmm. I wonder if any if he spent any time on the public's dime uh, harassing well, it's all, it's all on the public it's side. Very interesting question. Yeah. Uh, he's not a native. Uh, as is so often the case, people come to New Mexico to prey upon a state that's far from thriving. Uh, and before you say, folks, that I'm not a native of this state... I'm not taking a public salary. I work in the private sector like most of you do. Uh, Eric received his undergraduate and law degrees from the University of Missouri at Kansas City uh, in 2003 and 2006. He clerked for the Missouri Court of Appeals, then decided to move to 
where else? Albuquerque, New Mexico in 2013. Very active on Twitter. Uh, far left progressive. He likes Andrea Serrano. She's the executive director of Olay, uh, a radical left-wing organization here in the state. I always say, folks, that Olay stands for Our Lousy Economy. Uh, big fan of HB20. That was the healthy workplace <clears throat> paid leave uh, 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 legislation that went through, of course, and uh, has done so much to hurt our economic competitiveness. Big supporter of getting vaccinated. Big supporter of uh, that politician Javier Martinez, one of our favorites. He likes to retweet the New Mexico Center on Law and Poverty. Here's what he had to say about uh, Republican Rod Montoya in, in the House uh, up there in Santa Fe. Rod's, of course, from the Four Corners area. Rod Montoya finally remembered the name Victoria Martens, uh, Martins, but he still doesn't remember that Fabian and Michelle weren't there when it happened. Wow, literally prote- protecting the criminals. Unbelievable. That, yeah. uh, I checked his campaign contributions. He's very active, not in big camp. Maybe maybe his salary's not there. He's not giving away thousands and thousands of dollars, unlike uh, faculty members at the University of Mexico. Maybe he's just a stingy SOB. He might be stingy. Uh, some of the uh, entities and people he supported, of course, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, uh, two packs, uh, Empowerment and Encha- uh, Empowerment New Mexico and Enchantment New Mexico. I think that might be MLG. I think has something to do with one of those. I think. Okay. Uh, big fan of the state Democratic state senators who were primarying the less progressive state oh, senators. Okay. Yeah, moving uh, he love. gave. I think it was might have been either twenty five or fifty dollars to a woman, Rebecca Puck Stare. She was looking to replace uh, Bill Payne when he walked away. Who was Rebecca Puck Stare? Yeah, you're really going to love this, ladies and gentlemen. She is an executive board member for IATSE 480. What is that? The International Association of Theatrical Stage and uh, Stage Employees, one of the most powerful unions in the state. And, of course, she's a location and scout manager in the film industry, so she benefits directly from all those millions and millions of your tax dollars that are given to uh, Hollywood. Um, Eric also contributes to Act Blue, oh, the yeah. New Mexico Working Families Pack. And, oh. and this is an interesting wow, Eric one. Diego. Uh, what do our AOC-type progressives hate more than corporate Democrats? He's given to the No Corporate Democrats pack. Uh, that's the man who is hounding this business. Uh, he gets a salary on your dime, uses some of that money to give it to left-wing organizations, and harasses a restaurant that is just trying to stay in business. That's well, uh, great work. Uh, Nice undercover brother there uh, by <laughs> DJ. I just did that in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> Call I can do it with 24 hours. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie, it's Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. You got, you know, some, you got some plugs for some things that uh, you want I, to put I, out there. I do. And, and first of all, I want to say this Mr. Shumamoto guy, he is a disgusting human being, if you even want to call him that. Um, and Baxter Grill, awesome. I've been there myself. The food is amazing. The service is amazing. And I highly recommend it. Everybody should just be flooding his business. Um, so I wanted to, a couple of things coming up this week. Uh, Thursday is National Day of Prayer, and a whole bunch of people are getting together at Civic Plaza. And also, from what I understand, uh, there's going to be people getting, people getting together up at the Roundhouse now that we all actually now have access to the people's house again. All right. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. And yeah, and on uh, Friday at uh, from three to five. We are going to be supporting the troops, and we're going to be gathering at Louisiana and Gibson outside the base. And we're going to be uh, having a rally to support the troops on their right to not have the vax. Because uh, the government is trying to force them to have this experimental uh, uh, RNA uh, therapy injected into them. And I think that is unconstitutional and very wrong. Good stuff. All right, we lay all this out, and of course you get your Liberty Ladies program 
on Saturday, yep. and uh, I'll yep. be down in Roswell on Saturday afternoon. Looking okay. forward to to that, and then we'll phone in uh, during your live program, which runs three to seven this week. So uh, absolutely very excited about that. Lots and, of good uh, stuff on the some... schedule to talk about. Yeah, so there uh, you technically, go. Eddie, I think that program's name good is Liberty you. Ladies yes. Unite. Liberty Ladies <laughs> Unite. Yes, I apologize. <laughs> uh, actually, Rebecca came in today. She's uh, kind of technical uh, in her way, and she worked with the engineers to help remove the, the hiss, and she learned a little something about awesome. radio today. So she awesome. she's consistently interested in radio, uh, and uh, she got to shadow Brian a little bit earlier today. So good stuff. And, of course, we love our Liberty Ladies. We've got a lot of texts uh, that have also come in. Uh, hour two. Let's see what else we've got coming in. Let's see. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Aragon, Rudy Grande, or does anyone? What is the status of your T-shirts? Uh, I guess I will know tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, Eddie, they will always let you know who they are afraid of. Rush Limbaugh. Stay strong, Eddie. Godspeed, brother. Thank you. And, of course, thanks uh, again to Tim Romero, Integrity Mortars out in Los Lutus today for buying me uh, fish tacos, fish and shrimp tacos. Pretty awesome. Uh, and again, Backstreet Grill, go support them. Uh, let's see what else we've got. That's pretty much it. Uh, not, I will not be carrying, no. <laughs> I missed the show yesterday. You carrying KOB CD1 debate tonight? Uh, hell no. You want to know why? Dowd, go ahead and let them know. Why would I carry a debate <laughs> when the main participant for the Republican Party did not complete the survey or the interview like the rest of the other candidates. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, I don't know how else you can more check out on that. The, the, all you have to hit, but, but they didn't want Eddie Aragon. No, 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 no. Uh, this no. was posted on KOB, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, today. Uh, Mark Moore's Republican declined to be interviewed for our uh, coverage. Uh, yeah, okay. So he also declined to speak at that other uh, event. It was what the Black Voters, Black Voters Collaborative. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so you want to get your name out there so you can attract more people to your candidacy. You actually want to, that's how you, you want to You know how you know it. you're a racist? When you claim your Hispanic heritage uh, for the very first time when you're running for something and then of course you avoid anything that actually has to do with legitimate race issues according to uh, most people right now. And you avoid that entire thing. It's the top of the hour Fox News. What an embarrassment. In every way, shape and form. And I do mean the last two words. The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. 
Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad, and the Candy Lady, a national landmark, and an old town anchor for almost 40 years, right here at 424 San Felipe, and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad, and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Steady, calm, reliable. Words that don't exactly describe what's going on right now. But at Los Ranchos Gun Shop, that's precisely what you'll see. Fear drives gun and ammo sales, but the staff at Los Ranchos Gun Shop is committed to dependable customer care, understanding your needs, and offering fair prices to help you protect your home, family, and self. Experience Los Ranchos Gun Shop on 4th Street, south of Osuna, or shop online at shop.losranchosguns.com. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. More shots in arms. I'm Lisa Lacera, Fox News. President Biden setting a new COVID vaccine goal. By Independence Day, President Biden wants at least 70% of adults in the U.S. to have received at least one COVID vaccine shot and 160 million adults fully vaccinated. We're going to make it easier than ever to get vaccinated. President Biden says the initiative will include adding no appointment-needed walk-in options. Still, he concedes a new phase presents new challenges to convince Americans still unsure about the shots. It means easier because I don't have to put together this massive logistical effort. But in the other sense, it's harder. It's beyond my personal control. 
The FDA is expected to authorize the Pfizer vaccine for kids aged 12 to 15 by early next week. Jared Halpern, Fox News. In Detroit, teams of canvassers from the city's health department have been fanning out across city neighborhoods to educate residents on where to go to get free vaccines. Only about 31% of adults in Detroit have gotten vaccinated. The attorney for Derek Chauvin, the former Minneapolis police officer convicted of killing George Floyd, is asking for a new trial on multiple grounds, including juror misconduct. Chauvin was convicted of murder and manslaughter two weeks ago and is expected to be sentenced next month. The National Weather Service surveying the damage in North Texas after tornadoes touched down last night. Damage specialist Jennifer Dunn says the EF2 twister touched down in southern Ellis County. The entire track of the tornado was about 5.2 miles long, stretching from the Five Points area coming up here um, into the uh, Highway 77 area that we're near right now, and then continuing east past, um, I believe, County Road 55. And she says the tornado spent about 13 minutes on the ground, causing severe damage and injury, she reminded residents that it's peak severe weather season. America is listening to Fox News. Hey everybody, Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage and Rocket Companies. Last year we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. In fact, over one million homeowners took advantage of refinancing or buying a new home with Rocket Mortgage. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase again. And it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. With an official mortgage review from Rocket Mortgage, you'll see just how much money you could save by making a move right now. Don't look back over these next few weeks and wish that you had taken action. You could save hundreds on your mortgage payments or pay off your home loan earlier than planned. You could even take cash out of your home to pay off high-interest debt, complete home repairs, or bulk up on an emergency fund. When you want to secure a low rate, Rocket can. Call 833-8-ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030 is continuing the process of withdrawing troops from Afghanistan, working with Afghan forces to have them handle their own security. U.S. military says it turned over a base in southern Afghanistan's volatile Helmand province to Afghan forces as part of its withdrawal from the war-torn country. A hundred Taliban fighters have been killed in Helmand in recent fighting. The Afghan Defense Ministry says nearly two dozen al-Qaeda fighters were among those killed in the past 24 hours. U.S. Central Command says it's turned over 1,300 pieces of equipment to destroy the equivalent of 60 cargo planes worth of gear and says up to 6% of the withdrawal from America's longest war is complete. At the Pentagon, Lucas Tomlinson. Fox News. Hyundai is recalling hundreds of thousands of vehicles in North America for two problems that the company says can cause engine fires. The largest Hyundai recall covers 200,000 2013 to 2015 Santa Fe Sport SUVs, where brake fluid can leak under the anti-lock brake computer, causing an electrical short that can lead to fires. Hyundai's asking owners of the Santa Fe's to park outdoors and away from structures until the problem's fixed. 18 fires reported in the U.S no injuries. Hyundai's other recall covers almost 190,000 to 2019 to 2020 Elantras and 2019 to 2021 Konas and Velocitors, all with two-liter engines where the piston rings may not have been properly heat-treated, which can cause engine damage, oil leaks, and possible fires. 
Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, is set to release a children's book to be titled The Bench, which publisher Random House Children's Book says will focus on Prince Harry's relationship with their son, Archie. Random House says the book grew out of a poem Megan wrote for Harry for his first Father's Day. It's due out next month. I'm Lisa LaSara, and this is Fox News. All right, hour number two, let's put things together, starting with the weather looking like a nice day uh, tomorrow as well, even into Thursday. It's a nice day. Look at this, what I mean, Santa Fe, 60 degrees, mostly clear skies downtown, 72 degrees in Old Town. It's 74 here at the Rock of Talk. Now, it is a new accident. This happened a few minutes ago. It's on Pasel del Norte eastbound, heading towards the mountain right past that. Can you say, who cares? Because everybody's looking at it from the westbound side, and the westbound side suffers all the way back to I-25, and you do get speeds once just beyond the accidents. What a coinky dink. Okay. We also have a very slow pattern right now on Alameda. So if you're thinking of using that as the alternative, under 10 miles an hour, basically from uh, Guadalupe Trail up to Loretta into Corrales. And you drive on Coors Road southbound. It's going to be a little stuffy right there, La Oria to Montano. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. You want to make sure and plan a little early for Mother's Day this weekend. Sunny Side Up has a great menu for moms and the entire family. Celebrate with moms Sunny Side Up on Manal at Louisiana next to the Sheraton. You can see all the great menu right now. Just go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's now dive back in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. You can also check us out on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV as well. Get the podcast uh, right after the broadcast, and you can do that as well as listen to us on AM 1490 KRSN, House of the Rising Sun up in, that's what I think I'm going to do with those called letters, House of the Rising, something along Mm, those lines up in Santa Fe, and then of course uh, on 107.1 in uh, Los Alamos. So uh, again... Uh, we should be back with our Rock of Talk dot chat, the second part of that. Dad Muska, uh, hour number two, and uh, I know delighted to be bringing back our content. And again, apologies to our subscribers. It was uh, let's just say a uh, little Black Lives Matter uh, attack. Yeah, a uh, little bit of, of uh, psychopathy. <laughs> did not did not like what we had to say, or you know, what, what, you know I spent you a li- fair amount of time with law enforcement in a certain eastern state uh, on the phone this morning discussing the, the potentialities moving forward. But the bottom line is. We want to get back up and running. We plan to get it back up and running. We're going to get back up and running and just move ahead. Yeah, the focus is uh, not on that. The focus is just to kind of keep your head down and focus on what you're doing. Because remember, I mean, you know when the attacks come, like you just heard from Backstreet Grill or you know Pet Food Gone Wild or, hey, what I've been enduring now for eight, nine, ten years, the, the attacks just keep coming, and it doesn't stop. And so... Like I was explaining to Dow before the broadcast uh, today, I said, you know, you, the keep, you keep your focus on what you do. You don't focus on all those other things. A lot of people like that sort of hand-to-hand combat, and I just don't need to. Uh, uh, here's, here's what came out from Ilan Omar. On Monday's broadcast of MSNBC's The Readout, uh, hilarious, stated that there's an emotional fatigue among black lawmakers because they have to have conversations with those, quote-unquote, who want to turn a blind eye to the injustices that exist within our systems, who continue to insist that this country is not a country that is racist, that our systems don't have racism embedded in them. Uh, all of that is being just perpetuated straight on from Black Lives Matter in an attempt to convert this entire country 
into communists. That's exactly the goal. Is okay? he the worst person in America today? No, there's, there, no. The, the, who's the, the uh, country that welcomed you ben as Crump. a refugee? Ben, ben Crump. No, ben Crump is pretty bad. I think he is yeah. the absolute worst. I mean, yeah. all the race baiters that are out there who can't stop focusing on race, they're the worst people. She also said, I think there's a lot of emotional exhaustion. A lot of emotional ex- exhaustion. What, well, what is the emotional exhaustion? Do you have to convince every single person at this point? I mean, we're coming out of a pandemic. I don't remember going into the pandemic thinking that the United States is the most racist country in the world. But if you're listening to these lawmakers, particularly these black lawmakers who want to continue to uh, be these race hustlers and these race baiters, then you're seeing that. I mean, we're, we're just trying to get things back open. Uh, with 2.5% of our population, uh, you see some of these signs uh, here in Albuquerque, oh, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, is big time. <laughs> I've got to play that that audio. I've got to set that up, especially for... Tim Keller, where I literally clipped nine minutes, nine minutes of Black Lives Matter guilting Tim Keller into giving them $1 million. I mean, can I do that? Can we just go guilt Tim Keller into just, hey, don't you know there's something else going on here? Don't you see that you're trying to hold black people down in the city of Albuquerque? Okay. Yeah, that's that's really what's happening. Now, not necessarily switching gears here, but the things that we should be focused on is getting businesses and everything back open. And, and, and they want you to be happy with the 25% or the yellow, the green, the turquoise. They want you to go ahead and enjoy those crumbs. That's what the lawmakers, hey, you should be happy. We're at least doing that for you. And people people like Peter, Peter Tresciani, sorry about that, uh, trying to get you happy with the fact that you need to be celebrating their, or their desire to get you celebrating that we're barely opening, that we can have a few hundred people in their stands for their, their games. Okay? Restaurants and breweries and bars have been, for the most part, shut down. Okay, They're just now going to get some reprieve. I saw a more official number earlier today. More than 600 restaurants throughout the rest of the state have been shut down, possibly for good. Okay, So here in Bernalillo County, we have uh, bars, uh, outdoors, at 25% capacity. For what purpose? We've already talked about the CDC guidelines that 1 in 10,000 can be impacted by a surface, right? The person-to-person contact, they've changed the contact from 6 feet to 3 feet. Honestly, who cares? It should be no feet. If you're looking at all the surrounding states around New Mexico, they don't even care about that stuff anymore. Only New Mexico pays attention to that. Now, I want to know... Since we're having the first or one of the first elections, CD1, why has this not been a point of contention? Why have we not been talking about approaches? Where were you, Mark Moores? Where were you, Melanie Stansberry? Where were you, I don't know, Aubrey Dunn or the Libertarian? When it came time to shutting these businesses down, when did you speak up? Mm-hmm. And which side... Was your bread buttered on? Certainly in the case of Mark Moores, we understand that completely. Recipient of over $1.8 million of PPE, plus uh, saying that he raised $250,000, but really only lent himself $200,000. Where was he during that time? Well, he benefited from the shutdown. Okay, We certainly know that Melanie Stansberry and the Democrats, as long as they perpetuated this lie... They kept the shutdown. This is why there's, this is not even an argument. If there's a debate tonight, I won't be watching, but I doubt there's going to be any discussion whatsoever on 
whether or not you should pay attention to what the government is telling you to do because they told us. They told us. They showed us. Nobody pushed back against what was happening. Aubrey Dunn, I would imagine, have been would probably have been the, the, the one person who we certainly know that his son has been a little bit uh, uh, pushing back on this, but not really. Most of what you've seen in terms of the pushback is what we've been done. We've done here in the Kiva, specifically trying to impeach MLG for her unbelievable edicts. I can't get to that sheet right now. You should go grab one of those sheets in the other room, Dowd, so we can read it uh, once again, because this has all been malfeasance, abuse of power. Even the Democrats at one point were saying that this is too much. If you're talking to Democrats right now, they're thinking, you know what, we're done with this whole entire thing as well. Okay, they're picking up and they're leaving the Democrat Party. Boy, was that discussion shut down quickly. Remember, I think it was Damon Eli and a couple of Democrats at the start of the session said, you know, we, we, we need to really maybe rein in some of these gubernatorial powers and put some checks and balances. There was a couple of articles written about that. Went nowhere. Yep. <laughs> Went absolutely nowhere. We've lacked leadership during this entire time on both sides. And the CD1 is a perfect case in point. So, you know, why is the GOP not booing our own candidate who benefited directly from this. Mitt Romney, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, got booed at a uh, raucous Utah GOP convention. More than 2,100 Republican delegates who packed into the Maverick Center. Aren't you embarrassed, said Romney, trying to deflect the course of cat calls. I'm a man who says what he means, and you know I was not a fan of our last president's character issues. Nobody cares. You're seeing very quickly across the country, maybe not here in the state of New Mexico, they rejected me not once but twice, state party chair as well as CD1, as being the party of Trump. They don't want that. You can fool all you like, he said. I've been a Republican all my life. My dad was the governor of Mid- Oh, wow. Well, look at him reading off his <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Senator Mike Lee drew a standing O as he took the podium and hand on his heart. He cheered delegates and attendants for taking action. Thank you. An act of faith in the future. In a hardline speech, he blasted Democrats, invoked the U.S. Constitution, founding fathers whom he praised for constraining government power on behalf of the people. Where were your Republicans? Where was Mark Moores? Where were the people who were supposed to be, quote-unquote, where's Steve Pierce? Where's Robert Aragon? Where are any of these people? Political opportunists controlled opposition. This is why this is not going to be part of a CD1 special debate and why I won't watch the entire conversation for the last are we we going on we're going to be 14 months and two weeks yes 14 months and two weeks and the entire debate was what this is too much churches institutions everything restaurants places that have been in business 35 I remember one of the first to go out the cooperage Shut down for good, forever. Who spoke up about any of this stuff? Nobody but us. Nobody. Literally nobody. But no, we want to focus on Black Lives Matter, Antifa, uh, uh, transgenderism. I think we're going back uh, to that. I mean, it got so woke during this time. People had all this money. When you're woke, normally you'd go broke, but that's not what happened. You're sitting there counting the dollars that are coming into your bank account for the reprieve of buying you for the future. Hey, you like smoking pot? Hey, you like staying at home? Hey, you like mailing it in? I mean, all of these leftists love this stuff for as long as you can go ahead and print money. 
And then you got Joe Biden into power, right? That's what this whole thing ultimately was all about, was it? You don't see Donald Trump peeking his little head into what's happening here in CD1. He's like, you want me to pay attention to Mexico? I gave them $10 million. They did nothing but spend $34 million for the CD2 race for Yvette Harrell. And insult my volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> Call them Nazis, I think, at some point. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. You got to do, do that. So now, Joe Biden gets to step into all this, and literally, the main house of corruption across the country, New Mexico. Number one. Okay? We've printed money, and now we've got Joe Biden talking about his relief bill. Oh, and whoa, Donald Trump's never won by a bigger landslide in CD1 than he did right in this last election. Here's the BS. The economy's recovering because the virus is retreating and lockdowns are ending. Chief credit for beating COVID must go to Trump. His operation, Warp Speed, brought the vaccines and ensured the nation would have an ample supply of them. You know when he got that vaccine up and running? Back in October 1st. Remember that? They're all releasing it. And most of those companies knew a month ahead of time, but they couldn't give him the credit. You might remember the largest GDP growth in any quarter in the history of this country occurred five days before the election. Donald Trump came out and said the third quarter saw a GDP growth rate of 33.4% per annum. Remember how much we lost? All the blue state lockdowns. We were tracking all that stuff. The hate eight states. California, New Jersey, Illinois. Oregon, Washington, the hate eight states, all run by Democrats. Donald Trump, just within that small amount of time, and I'm not a vaxxer, Trump was trying to do what the country needed him to do to help this vaccination, and the, con- the companies were holding back. No, we don't want it. We had it ready, but we can let a few more people die. We can let a few more people get infected. And I don't want to get into the science of that those two statements that I just made. But he literally got 14 million people vaccinated prior prior to voting, before he left the White House. Excuse me. By Biden's first week, daily shots were at 1 million. All of this stuff was directly on the back of Donald Trump, who took all of $20. You know how much Donald Trump got paid for the four years that he spent in the White House? $20. $1 every quarter. Four bucks a year. And this is how you treat them? Now, let's go back to these strict states, okay? Five states with the strictest strictest lockdowns over the last year. Hawaii, California, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, and New Mexico have an average unemployment rate of 8.06%. They didn't even bother to mention New Mexico, which is number three. What, what are, what's our unemployment rate now? Uh, 8.6. Okay. In the five states with the lightest restrictions, unemployment sits at 3.48%. Lower than the 3.5% national rate before the pandemic hit the U.S. Think about that. They never miss a beat. Remember those kids who skipped grades, one and two, and then you held your kid back for one year? And your kid is the same age, and why is my 16... <laughs> why why is my 16-year-old huh, still in middle school, right? And, and, and the other kid is graduating high school. Eight of the ten highest unemployment states, meanwhile, had a unitary Democratic state government in 2020. Eight of the ten highest unemployment states. The other two had divided party government. 
Six of the states with the ten lowest unemployment rates had unitary Republican state government. While the other four had divided government, just one Democrat. Now, I have to stop here and ask, okay? And only because I'm wondering about how the state of New Mexico and the Republican Party is all set up. You saw the people pushing back within the party against Mitt Romney, who was a presidential candidate, and he received nothing but booze. He's one of seven crossovers who decided to what? Impeach Donald Trump. The chances of Mitt Romney getting reelected, which is, I don't care, was it five five years from now? I think it was, are zero. It won't happen. Now back to the action. States lockdown versus not lockdown. If the 15 states with the strictest lockdowns ease their policies to the level of the average state, they would have, have about a million more people employed today. That would change everything for those states. Now let's divide it amongst class, amongst educational attainment. The unemployment rate for Americans with college degree was 3.7% in March, 6.7% for those with just a high school diploma, and 8.2% for those with less than that. What are we doing right now with our educational system? We're holding everybody back, not letting them graduate. We have high school students at the highest suicide rate ever nationally. Because they missed their their big years, their junior and senior years in high school. These lockdowns helped nobody. They only hurt people. They hurt students. They hurt families. They hurt working men, working women. They hurt everybody. COVID lockdowns cost jobs. They don't save lives. Somebody should have held Michelle Lujan Grisham responsible. I'm glad we did. Uh, Dowd, I don't know if you have the MLG uh, sheet handy. Could you grab one of those from outside? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, want, I want Dowd to grab it and put it out there because over 16,000 people have signed these and pushed this information out there to say, you know what? These people need to be held accountable. And they put their name... We haven't turned any of this stuff in because we would need 150000 And there's a very good chance at this point, given what we've seen and the lack of pushback, that Michelle Lujan Grisham will get reelected. And guess what? There's no, exp- there's no expiration on these impeach MLG forms. Now, this was written back a year ago this week, okay, because we put this back out on May the 15th. Is that the official day, Rudy? Yes. Okay, I think May 15th, that's uh, when it was. We'll get the, the the site back up, the other site that was brought down, impeachmlg.com. Well, well, what a what a surprise. Uh, Dowd, go ahead, and, and feel free to add in the rules, because <laughs> yeah. Dowd is actually the one person who, when did the research, found the information before he actually officially started here at Kiva, okay, to tell us that the, you can recall Michelle Lujan Grisham. And what did the Republican Party do? They said, no, 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 no. Please don't pass those out at any of our gatherings or any other official events. It was an election year. If there was any year to do it, that would have been the time Perfect to do timing. it. That is your Republican Party, folks. Go ahead, Dowd. How about, how about videos supporting the Republican Party of uh, old folks standing in cold frozen lines, no. uh, you know, that would have been really helpful. But no. uh, the governor or her agents have lied at number one, lied and intentionally misled the public about the current state of affairs, effects, and public health threat of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. 
uh, has uh, intentionally, uh, she has intentionally overstated the dangers of the virus, no doubt, and denied the citizens many of their rights and privileges under the United States Constitution. Number two, lacked transparency. We're still dealing with that now. In how the state of New Mexico has directed the hospital and medical systems to treat infected patients or allowed obvious threats to the public to transpire, including imported, uh, addition, importing additional infected patients from out of area and out of state for improper reasons without any public disclosure or notice. Number three, uh, has intentionally misled the public with false data regarding the actual numbers of persons tested for the coronavirus, uh, has intentionally inflated the testing figures by false counting methods, including counting individuals more than once who have previously been counted or tested. And I would add, uh, unlike the governor of Florida, did not require the cycle uh, threshold uh, uh, numbers to determine, you know, how how deep that PCR test was going. Or how accurate they were. Well, right. Uh, as intentionally, and we know from the creator of the PCR test, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, who actually died just before the, uh, the coronavirus, he said the PCR test can basically prove that any infection or substance is in your body. I mean, that's how, that's how powerful this thing is, given the number of cycle thresholds. And I believe that the rule was something of, if you do more than 30 cycle thresholds, it's almost a worthless test uh, if you come up as, as po- so-called positive. Well, somebody should ask Mark Moores about that. Uh, you know, that is a good question. Uh, that would be a good debate question. Does he even tonight. know what a cycle threshold is? How did you get the contract for the state of New Mexico? That is a dirty question. Boy, I hope somebody springs that on him tonight. Uh, Has intentionally misled the public with false data uh, regarding... Has intentionally manipulated the number of persons who have been tested as positive for COVID-19 in order to further her agenda and justify her draconian actions against the public. Ooh, that is so good. Uh, Boy, I wish I'd been involved in writing this. This was before my time. Uh, Has arbitrarily and capriciously, and I like that, imposed extreme measures against the public at large, including falsely imprisoning the public, sure, forcing the public to remain in their homes, enforcing medical quarantines on healthy individuals, true, has intentionally allowed dangerous offenders to be released from judicially imposed incarceration. There were people released, absolutely. Has prevented lawful and peaceful demonstrations, and completely interfered with the public's First Amendment rights. No no question at all. Has arbitrarily and capriciously denied businesses from conducting legal activities, has ignored all standards of reason in deciding essential versus non-essential business categories, with no public disclosure, no public listing or category, has provided no explanation of how her administration has determined any category, and has intentionally, willfully, and with malicious at- intent, forced mid-sized and small businesses to be closed under threat of legal and financial penalties, yet has continued to allow large national and international companies to remain in operation. Trampoline parks, uh, and then we can certainly talk about Backstreet Grill and pet food uh, gone wild. Absolutely true. Uh, It was true then, true now. This intentional act was willful, malicious, and intended to force small businesses to remain closed with callous and neglectful disregard. With complete knowledge, most small companies will never financially recover and likely be forced to close forever. We know a lot of them have. Has intentionally caused... Uh, imagine, this was written a year ago. This was very early in the game. Uh, has intentionally caused grievous harm to the economy of the great state of New Mexico for completely unsubstantiated scientific and medical reasons and is acting with the appearance of total, uncontrolled, tyrannical attitude, especially in the face of any criticism. Still true today has acted with complete disregard and in a manner unbecoming of the position and office of the governor of New Mexico, 
And this is, I, I kind of like this one. This is uh, thrown in at the end for good measure. Mm. Has acted maliciously with intentional harm toward the state's industries, including the oil and gas sector, yes. by purposely imposing the Energy Transition Act. Somebody voted for that. A couple of people yeah, Mark in, in the news lately. Uh, without any legal, scientific, or financial understanding or reasonable expectation, the act will benefit the state, economy, or public, and in actuality has acknowledged the act will cause massive economic harm to the existing energy sector and knowingly will cause massive economic harm and hardship to the citizens of New Mexico. Wow. More than a year ago. I wonder who had the foresight to put all that information uh, together. Hmm? Someone thinking. Hmm? Someone that cares. Yeah. But, don't uh, sign that petition. Don't sign that petition. Don't sign it. Don't pass that thing out. No, no. That is uh, crazy. But definitely sign the ETA Act, Kelly Pajardo. <laughs> definitely sign the ETA Act, Mark Moores. Uh, Alonzo Baldonado. Who else uh, out there? How about your new congresswoman, Melanie Stansbury? Melanie Stansbury <laughs> leading the charge. There we go. There it is, folks. Read it and weep, just like the census. We told you so. Every day, we tell you so. Every day, no, we're not sitting here. Hey, it's up to you, New Mexico. It's up to you when you want to reopen. We just have to get to the 60% point of vaccination. Do your part together. Have you been vaccinated yet? Together. You can schedule online. And and you don't even have to be an old person. Anybody over 16. They have the vax vans now, too. They have the vax vans. So they just uh, cart that out anywhere, any way they possibly can. So they're going to go ahead and come by the Kiva van. We'll have some words for you. Uh, by 30 here in the Kiva. Much loved, very loved, and very hated. Much like uh, Citizen Kane, right? Just didn't know. I love that intro. There we go. By 30 back in for Murder Mike. Next. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM 1600 KIVA. The Kiva here in Albuquerque. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. 
Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hey, Boudicke, Buck Buckner, owner of Car Spa here. I've had a job since maybe 11 years old. Broke was not in my vocabulary. Through work opportunities, I learned things like responsibility, discipline, go-get, setting goals, savings, teamwork, integrity, competitiveness, commitment, and self-worth. Recent Car Spa expansions requires that we hire more people across the ranks of associates, supervisors, and managers. We need to build more teams to meet the demand of our business. We have hourly and salary positions with benefits, with experience and performance. We're looking for the right people and energy for both full service and part-time to be a part of our team. We have an immediate and greatest need at our newest West Side Coors location, but are hiring at all sites. Drop by early morning, Sunday through Wednesday, fill out an app, and interview a manager. And join the team. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather, which is just pretty stunning for the next few days. I got to tell you, in Las Lunas, I'm sorry, in Los Alamos, up on the hilltop, 64 degrees. You got to love that. And thumbs up at ABQ Uptown, 74 and 74 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, still dealing a slow drive out there on Paseo del Norte. The accident eastbound at 2nd Street, gone. But the speeds are also gone on the westbound side, all the way back from uh, the I-25 flyover. And things do improve just beyond 2nd Street, although I will tell you it does slow down once again. The closer you get to uh, Coors Road, uh, just a lot of people heading in the same direction. And Alameda, not the best alternative this afternoon. Basically, that's hectic all the way from uh, Balloon Fiesta Park all the way into Corrales. You're under 10 miles an hour. You know, the bumper-to-bumper, roll your window down, say hi to the person next to you. I mean, talk to them. Good. Tell them. The rock of talk. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Raw Greens. Now, I know you've seen Raw Greens as you drive north on San Mateo. It's just north of Manal. Oh, yeah, it's coming to you, isn't it? Next time, stop by Raw Greens. They have all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles, and they got great stuff for the pets. I kid you not. If you'd like to learn more, go online to cbd.theplaceilike.com. 
We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 535 here in the Kiva. Thanks for the weather and traffic, Rudy. Thank you. Thank you. KIVA, BQFM, Rock of Talk. Also AM 1490 KRSN and 107.1 in Los Alamos. Let me read uh, some quick text uh, here. Thank you all. And our phone lines are working. Yes. Uh, oh, all in there. Ready, ready, calling. Okay, I see you. I see, I see you, Mike. Uh, Eddie, I think it speaks to what the so-called Republicans in New Mexico really care about when they didn't say or do anything to push back against MLG's tyrannical agenda. Yet they embrace Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and wokeness in general. On another note, I'm so glad I signed and mailed in my Impeach MLG petition one year ago this month. <laughs> That's, you're the best. Um, do you think she will keep her deadline of reopening New Mexico? Or will it be extended out another month or two if the 60% vaccination rate isn't met? Yeah, new variants. She'll use the new variants. A month or two? God, I think that's being generous. To I never needed the CDC to tell me if I could go outside maskless. I've been doing that this whole time, and I haven't even gotten the jab. Godspeed to you, Rudy and Dowd. I love you guys. God bless you all in the Kiva. God bless the USA, Kevin. Still still my favorite guy out there. Thanks, Kevin. Solid. Yeah, really, really good. Let's see. All right, make sure we got both. Like That's the first time. Uh, Eddie? Was that uh, was what Dowd was just reading about Grisham from the Impeach MLG position? Yes. I'd love to have a copy of that. Thank you very much for your great show. I appreciate you very much. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, Susanna says, uh, Eddie, you say only the truth, and if they don't like it, it will be their demise. Generally has been. That's been the rule. Um, uh, nose for truth. I mean, guts. What else do you want? Or just kinda, it's, not, it's not hard to do. <laughs> there was a big radio talent uh, years ago. Change your true north. Uh, big radio, national. I, you would recognize the name, uh, no longer, I guess, uh, uh, on the air, who used to say, God sees the truth but waits. Interesting quote. I it love was, that. I think it was from old Jewish wisdom. God, I love that. God sees That's the truth. That's really true. Do you know who, went, who said that? I believe it was Michael Savage. <laughs> Michael Savage, good. That I, know sense, I, I, yeah. I, I, I like Michael Savage until he insulted... Rush, and then I had to pull him. I didn't, I didn't have any choice. No start class. bragging. Uh, start bragging. Keep bragging. Exactly right. One small edit, though, Eddie. When Susan said, Did Eddie, keep going with the truth because that's what hurts. Uh, the way she put it, I, I know I'm not quoting her correctly, but you know, my whole, my favorite saying is, and if you don't like it, lump it. <laughs> All this just makes me angry, Eddie. Uh, our party literally sucks, and there are no alternatives. Weeping, we are. Yes, I think it's uh, very good. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, Modern say there's vaccines operating system on their website. That's thanks, DuckDuckGo. I don't know what that means. Uh, Dave says, uh, "I'm your humble opinion. Do any of the other candidates, other than the Hamburger Moors, have any chance of beating the Witch Stansbury, Libertarian candidate? Uh, I say we vote for him to put the old thumb in Pierce's eye. I swear, RPNM acts like." They have something envy. You know where they're going with that. Uh, let's see. Some more good stuff. The military can't get troops to take the COVID vaccine. This is coming out of uh, Kimberly uh, Gruet, uh, U.S. Air Force Defense Department, on this. About one-third of the military service members are refusing to take the coronavirus vaccine. In some units, refusal rates exceeded half. Wow. Uh, judge, U.S. Force can't, U.S. can't force vaccines. Uh, CBS News. Can't force vaccines. Uh, this was... Back in 2003, 
When this was printed, the Pentagon must stop forcing servicemen and women to take their anthrax vaccination against their will, unless oh. President Bush signs. So, uh, this one from back in April of 20 of this year. Nearly 40% of Marines have declined the vaccine. The military cannot make the vaccines mandatory now uh, because they have only emergency authorizations from the Food and Drug Administration, meaning service members who are required to receive. They can, if FDA approve, I would retire or get out. There you go. Oh, specifically the, the, the anthrax vaccine, uh, the reason the judge uh, ruled as he did is a 1998 law prohibits the use of certain experimental drugs unless people being given the drug consent or the president waives the consent requirement. And, and remember, what, what, what type of vaccine do we have approved? Emergency use, authoriza- use authorization right now. I just got a letter from Biden, actually. It was from the IRS informing me that he sent me $1,400. And from the tone of the letter, I guess I'm supposed to be grateful or something. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember since he's a month late. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> uh, Eddie Mark Moores is a big corn-fed sellout puppet. I played football with him at UNM, and he was just a big, fat body. Now he's just a big body in the way, politically and selling out once again. But there you That's go. how you really, really feel, Texter. Well, that, is, uh, that is awesome. I like it when... Uh, <laughs> oh, this is what Susanna uh, received today. Okay, The owner and staff here... This is on her Yelp page. The owner and staff here refuses to wear masks, even around people who are immunocompromised. One staff member claimed to be medically exempt from wearing a mask, which is a blatant lie. There's no medical condition... That would prevent you from wearing a mask and simultaneously protect you from contracting and spreading COVID. If your health was so compromised that you weren't theoretically able to wear a mask, then you would become home collecting unemployment or disability because of it. Instead of lying to people's faces because you weren't able to care about others enough. Oh, that's the problem. There it is. You're unable to care about others enough. Yeah, because this is what you have to prove is that people are just uh, uncaring people. When you're the real sociopath, Uh you're the real sociopath going online to try and take some down, somebody down. This is what sociopaths and psychopaths do. Okay, they have no feeling, no care for how they're gonna, when they could just turn around and ignore it and say, "Well, that's not what I choose to do, so I'm not going to patronize that business." This is a true Max B, true psychopath, sociopath. Here we go. Probably a psychopath. This business is run by ignorant, self-centered children who only care about themselves and their narrow-minded views because they're so privileged that they can't be bothered to do something so mildly inconvenient as wearing a mask. They choose their convenience over their safety. So now we know that this is completely and totally about virtue signaling and putting on their jersey, which is the mask. The I will never shop here. Gives it away. I will never shop here again, and why I will be let everyone know not to support them. I'm taking my business elsewhere. Elsewhere, that person has never shopped there, never shopped. Uh, Eddie, remember when Nancy was upset that Trump signed the checks? I remember that, right? Uh, Eddie, I'll second that. I don't wear a mask outside. I've been working the whole time. Traveled out of state many times. I don't give a damn about MLG. MLG, their place is my special place in hell. There's a place. Their place is a special place in hell for her. My parents have vaccinated. I won't. Thankfully, my company is not requiring us to get the shot. I got my shot in my butt top. My parents are 80 and I'm 57. They can stick it where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> in the butt talks. My the parents are almost 80 and they will not be getting the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, my mom didn't get the vaccine. So um, I was very proud of proud, proud of her that she said that. But everyone, you know, just because my dad got it doesn't mean I'm not going to say it's like an individual choice. You know, I mean, there's there's two right there. But my mom listens to me, and my my dad does whatever the heck he wants. He does, and I don't I don't fault him for like it. Like father, like son. <laughs> I, 
I'm glad somebody said it. <laughs> wow, you couldn't wait. You could not wait. All right. The Irish kid, that means we love. Yeah. We, we kid because we love. Uh, Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie, it's Bernadette. How hey, are you guys? Hey, good. I'm doing very, very, very good. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I love your... I, I just love this show. I am one of those anti-vaxxers. I don't care what the heck you say. I am never getting this stupid thing. And my brother and my sister and my mother have all gotten it. My brother had lymphoma three years ago. He's been in remission ever since. Uh, my sister, I think, is just scared to death. I have been back to work. I am so happy. I love these kids. I have missed the schools. I haven't gotten sick. So you are a rarity teachers. amongst amongst uh, teachers out there. And, and I'm a rarity among my crossing guard bunch. These people will not go back to work until, unless, this is what the boss says, they've either gotten their shot or they get off of unemployment. They need to put that stupid work requirement back in there. I am sick and tired of this business about, oh, we can't hire anybody. Nobody wants to work. We are the laziest state I have ever seen. Yep, we certainly are. We are absolute laziest. But, yeah, that, this is a great call. We missed you, Bernadette. I'm glad we got all our, our, our phone I back. Wanted to, I wanted to call the other day, but I don't know what happened. I think my dog started barking, and there's no way I could hear anything with him. The other thing I wanted to bring up with this um, CD1 election, yeah. here we go again with the lesser of two evils. I'm going to sit it out. I'm really sorry. I have voted ever since Reagan got in there in 1980. No, I think his second term, 84. I was so happy when I turned 18. I ran downtown, registered. I voted for him. I voted for Pete Domenici. Um I don't like any of these people. I can't stand Mark Morris. He, I feel, is another Mitt Romney in my mind. Mm -hmm. So this will be the third election in this entire state since 1984 that I have not voted. I well, don't let it break your streak. Don't let it break. I would just go in there and... Uh I think there's a, another alternative. Just at least Is register there? that you showed up at, at the polls. and Okay. Yeah, I think Can it's good. Can we write your name in there? No, you cannot. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you can't write my name in there. So. I was wishing. <laughs> yeah, is there any, is there any right there? You have to actually register as a write-in. Oh, in the state yeah. of New Mexico. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. But I didn't vote for Saavedra. Remember him? Louis Saavedra? Yes. My did gosh, was he the worst? Oh my gosh! How did how did like, how no, did the city like of Albuquerque else was running either? So I didn't even go. Yeah, how did the city of Albuquerque manage to elect that guy twice? And who was the other one? Baca, Jim Baca. He is didn't the, vote for that either. He is the worst, and he is the most progressive liberal hack out there uh, amongst the worst. He he routinely jumps on, uh, he's one of the guys I remember who routinely jumps on uh, Facebook to do hand-to-hand -hand combat uh, with other people. He'll pick a oh fight with anybody. Yeah. And a very, uh, lo very low IQ. No matter where he's qualified from, I was, uh, so I happen to be um, working on with uh, Wesley Clark. He's a former Republican running as a Democrat. We were trying to, you know, get rid of Bush. I didn't want Bush in there. Uh, you know how I felt about and we, we see how all these rhinos are and everything and we wanted to Remember, what would we do with the, uh, what was it, uh, weapons of mass destruction? The WWMDs were just like going absolutely crazy on, on that stuff. And, you know, I, I like the, the military. I, li I like the candidates that come from the military. I've always been that. And West Clark was a four-star general. And so, you know, at the time I thought it was, you know, kind of a good thing. And then that's how I met Jim Baca. 
Jim Baca wanted to get on board with uh, Wes Clark, and I, I remember being the guy. I'm like, this guy was the former mayor of Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> like he's the most unimpressive guy ever. It was like dull as all get out, duller than a black bowling ball. Let's put it that way. Whoa. What's wrong with that? That's pretty bad. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a problem with the color black here in the Kiva suddenly. <laughs> no, My I... God, I can't say the word black now because we're we're getting woke uh, in here. I mean, it's got to stop. This is a mental illness. New Mexico, if you literally had to sit it down on a couch and and Freud it, I mean, you'd come down with some ideas about everything that is projecting is about something else. It is severe mental illness collectively. Is that is that well, fair to say? Yes, in another way of framing it, I think of the 13-year-old. This is not my nephew, by the way, who's like you know, 199 IQ and gets A's and everything. But I'm thinking of that 13-year-old who has the 199 IQ, who goes into high school, you know, gets straight A's through his school career. He goes into high school. He's got nothing but potential. And he just starts hanging out with the bad crowd, smoking weed, skating through on a D-minus when there's nothing but potential and then the actual operational day-to-day is a disaster. I mean, that's what I see in New Mexico. People say, oh, you're bad-mouthing New Mexico all the time. I think there's nothing but potential in New Mexico. I don't, we could be just as strong as some of these powerhouse states, but uh, got to kick that addiction to uh, well, the federal government more than anything else. We love it. But, we will do anything yeah. it tells us to do if it allows us not to work, get drunk all day, and uh, basically hunt down businesses that are uh, trying to engage in uh, private enterprise. Bernadette, you're a sweetheart. Thanks for calling in. Oh, and one more thing, Eddie. Yes. Um, our oldest son, who is in the Air Force, he's the one, uh, he just kept, had to get the vaccine. They forced it on him, saying that he is not deployable unless you get it. So they're trying to use that. I don't know about my other son that's in the Navy. I haven't heard from him since St. Patrick's, but he asked me about it in an email. And I told him flat out, I don't, I'm not going to get it. I don't want it. Well, they're making it, it. They're making it mandatory at the University of New Mexico. I saw the draft that came out today. I, I heard that. Did you see that? Um, no, but I heard about it. Yeah, so the, the draft came out today. Um, who, who sent it out? Probably Caleb is, yeah, so, yeah, Caleb sent me this. He says, <sighs> they're sending out Vax vans, mobile Vax vans, Matt Bieber of the New Mexico Department of Health was uh, pimping that out uh, to the market on another radio station. Well, this is Bring here. Back the Pack. Yeah. Go to bringbackthepack.unm.edu, and you can find out all about your, your vaccination. Uh, proposed policy on mandatory vaccinations for the University of New Mexico. Uh, here it is. In order to protect and preserve health, safety, and welfare of the UNM community, the university will require that all personnel accessing university facilities and programs in person be fully vaccinated for COVID-19 as soon as possible, no later than August 2nd, for staff return to work on campus in any capacity or by the beginning of 2021. Uh, 2022 academic year for faculty and students not currently working, living, or learning on campus. Also requires staff, faculty, students who access campus facilities, ha- uh, housing programs, services, activities in person. Uh, does that include people who want to go to games, right? Uh, to be vaccinated for COVID-19, subject to limited uh, exemptions. So this is this is where we are. Uh, with things. I think we just lost Bernadette. Sorry about that. So, this is what's happening. These vaccination passports, and I am going to play this for you. Okay, Naomi Wolf talked uh, about this, and I got it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push that out so you can hear about vaccination passports. And you're not going to be able to do anything in this world without that vaccination passport. That's the, 
That's the problem uh, with all this. Uh, Rudy, check out weather and traffic very quickly, and then uh, we'll go straight to Murder Mike. All right, as, as we put things together, starting with the weather, it looks like it's going to be a really nice rest of the week. Maybe some rain this weekend, but we'll leave that for then right now. It is uh, 73 degrees in Rio Rancho at uh, Expo New Mexico, 74 and 74 here at the Rock of Talk. Paseo del Norte at Wyoming, there may be a problem there because both sides of the fence seem to be really slow as you make your way to that particular intersection. And that just seems a little bit odd in my mind, but I don't see any accidents there. And if you are going to continue west on Paseo del Norte, everything slows on up around 2nd Street, and it's going to be a tight squeeze all the way over to uh, Coors Boulevard. And Coors Boulevard itself southbound, that's kind of a tough stretch there from La Ria to Montano. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena. They are on uh, Manal, just west of Wyoming, and this is the place that you can do a couple things. You can help with anything uh, breathing-wise by going to the salt room. 30 minutes in that salt room, you're going to come out, and you're going to be amazed at the difference in just the way everything opens up inside. Your breathing is going to be great. And then say, Mike, they told me on the Rocket Talk that you had the gallon of Kangen water for me. Is that the one that if I change my water, I'll change my life? And he'll say, yep, he'll give you the bottle, and away you go. Live Spring at Salon Helena on Wyoming, just, well, I'm sorry, on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, good job, Rudy. Uh, let's check with uh, Murder Mike. What it's uh, what it's been in Albuquerque for the last 24 hours. Uh, by the way, I will be touching upon man removed from airliner for not putting his mask back on between bites of candy, and then we'll get into the oh. uh, COVID. Nineteen pounds. What, what do you think? That's, what do you think about that, Mike? That, that's that's inexcusable. I I uh, I know my doctors, and uh, I've had other people, health care professionals, after me for getting uh, not getting my vaccine, and I refuse to do it. I'm seventy, and they say, "Well, you got all these extenuating medical conditions that's going to make you susceptible." I've been hanging around. I mean, I've been with low life. I've been with street people. I've been with <laughs> any kind of person imaginable, and, and had contact with them, and I'm still. Healthy as an ox, you know, except for my ticker, but that's another story. <laughs> except my heart. Uh, Mike is the ultimate team player. If you don't love this guy, my God, he's the best. You're the best, Mike. You know, Mike and I hang out with a lot of lowlifes, too. They're called politicians, you know. Uh, no, those aren't lowlifes. Those are scumbags. Right, right. Let me remind you. Well, you know, speaking of lowlifes, I had at 3 o'clock this morning, all of a sudden, there's, I got somebody pounding on my roof, walking up and down the fourplex. What? And there's, they were trying to steal cable from the, 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 the telephone bowls. The copper? Uh, yeah. Are we back uh, to that? Where's Johnson copper is. nowadays? The commodities going up? Is that what's, is that how bad it's gotten? I have no idea. $18.7 billion dollars enough and the reparations and all that just isn't enough to do it anymore, huh? Well, you know, they're, they're, they're reestablishing Loveless Hospital as a homeless, big homeless shelter. And so they're... They're coming from all points, east, west, north, and south, to get over there. And so we're in a peripheral area. So, I mean, we're, we're going to be affected, too. And, you know, that reminds me, i got to tell you, Eddie, this is so cool. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the Star Spangled Banner plays every day at 5 o'clock on Kirtland Base. And I, oh, okay. and I, yeah. I, stand, I stand to attention. Well, that's good. And uh, you do it at midnight in the Kiva and at noon as well, too, right? Yeah, because I uh, <laughs> I listened to actually I listened to uh, I'm uh, I'm listening to um, um, George Norrie. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of George Norrie. Yeah, there you go. All right.
point. Well, you got to be. There you go. Anyway, I don't know. You, how many ears do you have? You have one ear on Nori, <laughs> one ear on the scanners. Uh, where do you? Where do you? Where do you put that third ear? Third ear, which uh, my school? <laughs> what? 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 He can hear, he can hear everything but the joke. That's all right. Mike, what's been happening the last 24 hours? Later on. What's been happening? Well, I'll tell you. We, we started off last night about 8.30 with a chemical spill on a city bus, and that was bus number 1926. It was a westbound bus at Central and Washington. So they stopped that bus and had to evacuate it. One patient did report difficulty breathing. The substance was not readily identified, although... I'm, I'm taking a wild guess because the Washington Essentials are pretty uh, hangout for some of the less uh, fortunate, shall we say. So I imagine probably somebody just released their tear gas to get everybody out of the bus just for hex and grants. So, uh, but other than that, that was the biggest thing that happened all night last night. Other than the rollover accident on I-40. I that think was there, was a, was, there wasn't a couple more homicides last night? Um, if there was, it must have happened after I fell asleep because I somewhere around between eleven and one o'clock, I nodded out until about like nine to ten this morning. I think. The, hey, Mike. So hey, you know what? You need a break. That's good. Uh, double check the websites real quick. Four, seven, and thirteen. Uh, though it'll be two sentences long, uh, so you might miss it. I'll just see if yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm any, uh, just to help Mike. Oh, the, the body was found in the Arroyo. Uh, that was, and they call that a homicide. Did they call it a homicide? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, where was that? Uh, way out on the east side, right? It was was up up by one to to Bowie. Yeah, right by the Arroyo there. Yeah. yeah so I think we had that, Mike. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One at the Arroyo. Yeah. We we didn't have a we had we had in a body that was in the Arroyo that ended up uh, going down the Haunt Arroyo last yesterday evening and it ended up down at the Fourth uh, Street uh, where it kind of empties out. So that may have been the same thing. Uh, Rescue was talking about it as a code draft, so I don't know if it was a homicide or just a body in the Arroyo. Yeah. You know, they called it a homicide. Did you count that? That'd be 46. I, no, I didn't. Okay, there you go. There's 46. The Han body in the Arroyo. What's the other one? Anything else? I think there was... Uh, yeah. uh, the, there was a mannequin next to the body, but that doesn't count as a murder. So. No. People originally reported two bodies. He, what it was? he was dead already. <laughs> <laughs> the mannequin doesn't count. Great, great movie, by the way, right? Oh, yes. And Andrew McCarthy. But what, what movie wasn't he? Kim, Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Uh, what movie wasn't he great in? Uh, Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, less than zero. Boy. He was the same guy in every one of those movies. Now they're saying no sign of trauma on the body. So. Oh, okay. All right, we're getting mixed messages. Oh, that's one of those. That's one of those situations that they're they're going to call it a homicide to cover all bases. But then when all my gets there, it might be turn out to be a whole other ball game. Uh, so um, they, they might call it number forty six. But I'm going to hold off on uh, doing that. Oh, all my Mike's business, precise uh, uh, math on that. He's, he's, he's cutting back. <laughs> yeah. He's, According to the autopsy report, the man had no visible signs of trauma and had likely been dead for more than 36 hours. Huh. Oh. So how do you just, open uh, that, That's just a floater there, Mike. What do you think? <laughs> just, yeah, that's a floater. That's a, yeah, and to get him posted that fast, uh, boy, I don't know what, what, what planet they came on, but what? that's that's pretty rare to get a post done in, in, under, in under 36 hours on anybody. Especially one that's been in the water for that long. Yeah, see, you're hearing this from a, uh, a former professional paramedic. Season pro. Yes. Yeah, you, uh, you've and, seen, you, you've seen your share of bodies in... in uh, yeah, yes, and, and as a deputy medical investigator for uh, a short period of time when I was really? calling myself. I'm going to skip the top of the hour yeah. news. I want, what is this deputy mes- medical investigator? What did you do? You check for, uh, you check for signs of life, or what, what do you know? No, uh, no, no. Like in, in, in a... 
uh, a fatal accident or something like that where the person's been run over, I would have to go out and print them, ID them, uh, you know, for any kind of visible signs of trauma and before I could release the body to the uh, transfer team. So, and... Have uh, you, you ever seen a blow dart death? Mechanic. You ever seen a blow dart death uh, in your uh, paramedics? A blow dart death? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just curious. I mean, you know, how would you track that? Um... Well, I, I've actually seen a what's death. What's the most interesting death? Is. Yeah, what's the let, let's go this way. What what's the most memorable, interesting death that you found in the Albuquerque area doing your paramedics? Oh, gee, um, I got it. They've all been different and interesting in their own way. Um, well, just uh, uh, one that one that stands out to you. A person that was killed with an icicle, and then the icicle melted, so the uh, murder weapons that essentially would... That's an urban myth, Mike. That never happened. You hear about well, that all the they, time. They Come on. Yeah, but it's, it's true. It's true, but um, the most... I, I've handled so many. I mean, I can't tell you. I probably handled uh, literally maybe between three and 500 different uh, death scenes in over the the past maybe 15 or 20 years, so it's it's hard to say. I would say, oh, I'll tell you, probably the worst thing was the Santa Fe prison riots. That was one of the most strange, bizarre uh, incidents where I've seen uh, mass murder ever take place in my lifetime. That was, that was, threw me through a loop. And you walk, you walk through the whole scene and... Yeah, yeah. So a guy get a, uh, they held his head into the bars and then oh. uh, put a blowtorch into his head. Oh, oh. Uh, he made a he made a Dagwood sandwich in the gym ah. of mattresses and live bodies, but or a club sandwich kind of thing. They put three or four guys tied up and then a mattress, and then three or four more guys tied up and then a mattress, and then they poured gasoline all over the oh. mattresses and lit it on fire. So, what was the final body there, count on that riot? Was it a couple dozen people? Uh, or? Thirty something. Oh wow, twenty five or thirty. They would have to the snitches first, so. And and then when they got into the drug cabinet, it was a whole other ball game. It was it was it was pretty bizarre. That was something that will stick in my mind forever. So that that's um, got to be the worst riot situation ever. Can you see the largest yeah, uh, the number of killings in in a riot? Thirty three deaths. Thirty three deaths. Two hundred injuries. Thirty three dead. Okay. I remember that the OMI had to bring in freezer trucks to trans to uh, right away to to handle all the bodies that we were bringing in. And I was working at Channel 4 at the time and hauling bodies for Superior at night. And so I was doing a roundabout, going up there and picking up the bodies and then covering the story for Channel 4. So, <laughs> interesting situation. The most violent prison riot in U.S. history. Inmates took complete control of the prison. Twelve officers were taken hostage. Several inmates were killed by other prisoners, with some being tortured and mutilated because they had previously acted as informants for prison authorities. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a whole show. You know, I mean, uh, you know, the, the Las Cruces uh, uh, bowling murders, the West Mesa uh, burials, uh, the Santa Fe prison riots, uh, and Jeffrey Epstein's uh, Zora Ranch. And the murder of our economy. That's another there we go. I mean, uh, and, never... and, and murder Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and murder Mike. Did you know Bill Eisenhood? Yeah, Bill. Yeah, I, I know Bill very well. He and I have uh, spent many a good time together. Yeah, he was known for his good times, but is he still around? Do you know? Billy, I don't know. He and I, um, we, we were we were good friends, and um, he and Niffing did the well. He did the weather with Niffing at the same time, but 
when I was at Channel 4. So I was there from 79 through 81. In fact, I, I knew Mark, um, what's his name, from, from the sports guy? Oh, Mark Smith? Uh, yeah. He was there at the same time I was there, too. Wow. God. The stories but, that only Murder Mike can tell. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm going to end up with uh, last night between the hours of 8 a.m. and uh-huh. 0, I mean, 8 p.m. and 1 and 0100. Yeah, drill down on those stats, overdoses. How many? Three. Eight overdoses. Eight overdoses. And uh, three shots fired calls. Okay. Six assaults. Uh, and another 13 shots fired calls again, because this was under a different category. Two domestic violence reports and a rescue call of 43. And then the 43 one, which is a rescue suicide, there was 13. Oh one being a 16-year-old and the other being a 23-year-old. And out of those 13, six were echoes, which meant they were oh, beyond wow. help. Six suicides in one night. Uh, that's the highest I've ever heard. Yeah, that, that's, that was that was kind of unusual. I don't that's know. That's very was, unusual. We've never had six successful suicides in one night. Um, yeah, it, it's. Um, well, I mean, no I shots fired. And everyone's I, just turning internal. I mean, the DV. When you're talking about DV, that's more towards the middle to the end of the month because you know the check generally when it comes in, the beginning of the month. So we see a lot more of that later on. The full moon. Well, we did not follow the full moon pattern as normal. Pink moon was uh, was not at all. Was very light pink. Uh, but then that what you saw last night. What's what's going on? May May the fourth. I mean, um, what, what what happened? Six suicides successful. I, I don't know. I, I try to I try to make some sense out of the chatter on the radio that kind of gives you an idea of the of the whole kind of atmosphere of, of yeah. what's happening in the streets, you know, a lot of it could be, uh, I don't know. That's, that's, if, if I could figure that out, I would be uh, getting paid a million dollars a year and, and working, telling people how to take the virus shot. Mike, you're the best. We'll see you tomorrow, uh, okay? Uh, Bill Eisen had you, passed away. Uh, sorry, sorry, Mike. Uh, Bill Eisen had passed away in 2013. Oh, yeah. did he? Okay. I know it was not long ago, yeah. Yeah, and I remember him. He taught me the difference between uh, stratus, nimbo, cumulus, yeah. all the clouds. I have that weather book out there. Uh, yeah. His little bit in the Albuquerque Journal says he loved explaining the science of the weather. Uh, to, to kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he did. Fired yeah. in 1996 after a highly publicized drunk No, drive. they just they just tore him apart. Yeah. It just, he was literally parked downtown, and he got into his car. He wasn't even really driving. He was, oh. you know, barely. It was just, that was just so unfortunate. I uh, think he was. Got a second a, chance at KRQE. In Did 2003. Really? Yep. Such a nice guy. I just remember, such a friendly guy. Eddie Eisenhood committed suicide a few years ago. No, he didn't. Did he? I don't think. Uh, this is a fresh article, and they did no no cause of death was disclosed. Yeah, so the, you never, wow. you know. Uh, Bill. Yeah, everyone loved him. This guy. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's a floater, bro. Mucha. <laughs> Mucha torta barbacoa. <laughs> oh, my, no. <laughs> These guys. Uh, yeah, bloodiest riot in American history. You guys seem to know. I love Murder Mike. He always makes me laugh. He makes me laugh. The UNM provost is the most anti-white person there is. I didn't know that. Um, Eddie, I'm voting for Dunn. The NM GOP just tossed this opportunity in the trash as usual. Um, <laughs> stop making me laugh, please. Uh, Eddie, I'm going to I'm coming out talking about <laughs> things that are happening. And Murder Mike's like rifling off all the stats. It was a terrible night. And well, you guys have to go ahead and make me laugh. Gonna tell him. 
Sure, butthead. I got my shot online, and they didn't send my Nazi papers yet. Wow. <laughs> Eddie, um, the people are so worried about others not masking up or being vaccinated. You have to wonder why they even got vaccinated. <laughs> That's right. What's, it's not going to help you. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's right. <laughs> why are you getting vaccinated? There's so many of, of those of us in the biological terrorism community who will not get vaccinated, so why, why bother? I'm a biological terrorist for not getting vaccinated. <laughs> oh, they've been using that for months. <laughs> they went from super spreader to uh, biological terrorism. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine actually sitting down like with some of my old friends who are just like raging liberals right now, and me not just like I would just sit there and stare at them. And I'm like, you really do exist. <laughs> yes, you, do. you're you're real. There you are. <laughs> I would buy the night huh? to see that happen. Uh, that's a, whole, that's a, a whole lot of stupid right there in Eddie front of me. Eddie versus a dozen liberals, 12 on 1, is Moonbat fun. Yeah. Uh, my, my presence alone would just irritate them to no end. This that would be, be worth the price of admission. <laughs> For crying out, that'd be great. So I think people should know that if I'm in a situation like that, I thrive. I literally thrive. Off of your hate for me, I don't know what it is. What is it? What what is it that drives that? I think he'd win by by default because <laughs> the twelve of them would be so <laughs> micro aggress ahead of time they wouldn't show up. You know, so I think you know Eddie would you be Eddie on the stage talking for a couple hours. People might like that. <laughs> uh, uh, Eddie, don't people get the vaccine because they believe it works? And why do we have to get wear a mask and get vaxxed if the vaccine is the person who got vaccinated with? Is already protected. That's perfect. Uh, you guys are just... Eddie, uh, please just pass this on to the Dow 3000. I like that. <laughs> My sister's starting to call me that now. Dow th- hey, Dow 3000. <laughs> just sounds so powerful, too, right? Uh, COVID-19 vaccination uh, requirement for all staff and students. Yep, there it is. The provost uh, is provost.unm.edu. President Garnett Stokes? Stoke? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Stokes. Yeah. yeah. Boy. I'm just glad I got my diploma, you know, from the University of New Mexico, but it still had the Conquistador on it, you know. I want to show really? that to Red yeah. Nation. Yeah, scoreboard. Scoreboard, you! Here we go. Uh, Eddie, I'm watching, and it's great. That's good. Uh, Eddie, I've decided I'm a transvaxite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to complete this. Whatever, whatever is below these words that are coming, I'm not going to be able to read this. Hold on. I, I've always tried to make it something I never preface or try to read through before I read it. This means that I identify as having been vaccinated, even though I haven't actually been. That's right. Oh, that's really interesting. I identify as someone who's been vaccinated. Vaccination and is no one can get mad at you anymore because you are this. That's that's right? Let me finish. Vaccination is a spectrum, and if you are a bigot, if you don't accept me for who I am. That's it. My truth is that I have been vaccinated. Okay. So you can't get mad at me that's anymore. Right. You can't question my truth. Mm. My truth is my truth. I'm in a hell of a lot better mood uh, today. <laughs> than I was yesterday. Um, so let's go, let's do this. Uh, we'll have a full show for Glenn and and Jeff Jeff uh, Jeff Epstein tomorrow. Where's Jeff sunbathing right now? Mm. What do you think? Necker Island. <laughs> you think he's out there? You think they've got him with Sir Richard? Where is he hanging out right now? You gotta you gotta wonder this. Um, so man removed from airliner for not putting his mask on between bites of candy. Uh, the story come from W W J Z. TV. Is that even real? 
Can you see if WJZ TV okay. uh, is even real? Uh, he was kicked off a Southwest flight for not wearing masks while e- while eating Twizzlers. Baltimore. It's a station of Baltimore. 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 Yeah, Baltimore. Huh? Where are you from? Baltimore? That's my favorite line there in Scarface. In you should be arrested thing. just for eating Twizzlers. <laughs> hey. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh. Wow, and you got to wait for the ads to load up. And yeah, this is this doesn't even work. And I've I've got some new tracker from vidstat.tabula. Uh, these liberals really try hard to just put everything on your on your computer when you. Here it is. A Baltimore County man said he was kicked off a Southwest flight. Uh, to people getting kicked off flights for not complying with mass mandates. And tonight, <clears throat> Baltimore County man says that he was escorted off a Southwest flight for eating a Twizzler and not complying with Did any sort of rules. Did he say Candyman? It's the County man. Baltimore I thought he County said Candyman. Sounded, yeah. The way, he says, like the Billy situation Billy was handled that made Billy him so upset. <laughs> Coming to is Live, New at 11. Amy Carrada sat down with that man who... A- Amy Carrada with a full happened. mask on. Just like a ninja. <laughs> All black. This Avi Mandel tells me he's a frequent Southwest flyer. Well, used to be until his recent... Well. ...leave out of BWI, which he says was absurd and unfair. He wanted to share his story, hoping something changes. Do you want to come off or... Oh, wow. He's got film. Uh, Look at him. This is going to be great. Let's uh-huh. see. He's got a rainbow mask. I don't know if we're going to be able to play this because this is so bad, but he's literally got a guy in a Southwest. Looks like ground crew kind of guy. Yeah, uh, you know, but he looks bouncer type. He's uh, about uh, six foot three, six foot four, tall black man. He's going to strong arm this guy off the plane. He was eating. Oh my god! Himself in a sticky situation. <laughs> Yeah, they threw him off. Is it cop? Uh, cop came down the he has sort of like a gay pride mask on. My mask. Okay, let's go back to this. Uh, this is the worst video uh, on God's Green Earth. Uh, that we a twist. Can't even play it. Just got kicked off. Between. Well, anyway, just uh, bad radio right there because we also a hate crime. He has the yarmulke on. He's an Orthodox Jew. Yeah, Avi so, Mandel. Yeah. Rainbow discrimination. Yeah, but can you be discriminated against if a black man is a man kicking you off the plane? Oh boy, we got to weigh this. There's got to be some sort of racial well, the oppression. Olympics, get, you know, kicks into effect. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What one trumps the other? Yeah. Which minority is worth more? Yeah. I think black people more oppressed than. Homosexuals? Where are we at on the spectrum? Oh, boy. That's a good question. Feel free to weigh in here, Rudy. Yeah. I mean, you seem well, to be a little more fair-minded. The, who's wokest? Wokest of woke. Yeah. Well, the, the blacks are more oppressed in that in that dynamic, but okay. the gays are working hard to get right oh, on they're, up yeah, there. They're, 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 yeah, so still, got, still not there. They're climbing the ladder of oppression yeah. very quickly. Uh, they're Maybe. learning. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a gay pride mask, and he's, he's definitely Jewish. I mean, he's got two. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to him. I think yeah, a settlement. He's got two. Yeah. yeah, he's got two. Yeah. Got two marks right there. So there you go. It's uh, got to do all the fun right there. Uh, speaking of travel and going places, and how this whole entire thing works. Well, we have Naomi Wolf. This is Doctor Naomi Wolf, and this is the end of your life, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is something that she and 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 just take this on face value. Well. At least she has, you can see her face. But most other people, you can't say face value anymore because half the people don't have a face. You can't (laughs) see their face. But 
take a take a listen to her. She is uh, accurate in her warning that the COVID passport is an unassuming, mild, reasonable-sounding concept that will lead to untold catastrophic civic consequences. And again, she's been banned, deplatformed, taken out absolutely everywhere. Um, we same thing with us. Same thing has happened with us. So glad we're able to get this out amongst the airwaves. Uh, take a listen. This is uh, why. This is total tyranny, uh, and you need to listen to Dr. Naomi Wolf. Pretty amazing. Hi. Hi, everyone. It's Naomi Wolf, CEO of Daily Cloud, and as I promised, I'm here to talk about the vaccine passports. I've, I appeared on Fox yesterday uh, to share my warning about the vaccine passports, and I got hundreds and hundreds of emails from across the political spectrum saying, I'm scared too, what can I do to help? So I just wanted to take more time um, to explain what exactly the vaccine passports are um, because there's a lot of, I wouldn't say misinformation, I would say lack of um, appropriate warning about what this platform really represents. So this is probably the most serious warning I've ever given. Um, as I said earlier, uh, I've been warning everyone since 2008 that we could slip into a fascist reality and the vaccine passports really are the last step and, you know, as someone said today, the hill worth dying on um, or the last fight that we have to fight because once the passport vaccines are accepted there is no more resistance there is no more choice so let me explain as ceo of a tech company daily cloud exactly why this not even proposal it's being rolled out in israel it was rolled out in israel um it's being uh promoted in britain that you have to scan your vaccine passport in order to go to a pub and have a pint um it's you know, President Biden in America said this is going to be mandated. My tyrannical governor, Governor Andrew Cuomo, said that it's got to be, you know, rolled out the Excelsior Pass um, that IBM is creating. Uh, it's, it's happening at warp speed. So please don't be fooled. This is the most dangerous tool that humanity has faced in my lifetime, if not ever, in terms of human liberty. Basically, let me explain a little nerdy tech detail. When you sign up on a website, you or on an app, there's a place where you sign your name and you choose a password and then there's a, a list of terms and conditions and you agree to them. Well, that's really important. It seems insignificant, but it's really important because what it means is you have choice. You can read the terms and conditions and you can think, this is too, uh, you know, tyrannical, they're going to sell my private details, um, I'm not willing to agree to these terms and conditions, they're not in my favor. Um, and the password and username means that you get to decide when you log on to TD Bank or when you log on to PayPal. Um, you're not walking around your daily life logged into PayPal. You're not walking around your daily life logged into, you know, um, 
a, a credit score. So that's really, really important. You're in control. So with the vaccine passports, none of that will be the case. Everyone has to be participating all the time. And what I mean by that is if you don't participate, you don't get let into the supermarket to buy food. You don't let it get let into the pub to meet your friends. You can't get into the restaurant. You can't travel on an airplane. You can't travel on a bus. You can't travel on a train. Um, and it's not just that you're forced to participate. I can't say this any more clearly. The vaccine passport platform is the same platform as a social credit system. I'm going to say that again because it's so important. The vaccine passport platform is the same platform as a social credit system, like in China, that enslaves 8 billion people. In China, the CCP can find any dissident in five minutes because of the 360-degree surveillance of the social credit system. And it means that when you act like a good citizen, you get a boost. And when you act like a bad citizen, opportunities get closed to you. Maybe your child doesn't get into college or get into uh, prep school. Maybe, you know, you don't get that job. You don't get that promotion. The vaccine passport that is being proposed in the rest of the West is the same platform. I can't say that enough, speaking as a tech CEO. What I mean is, once this platform rolls out, many any other functionality can be linked to it with no problem, right? Any other functionality can be linked to it. What does that mean? It means that with a tweak of the back end, like n virtually no extra development, um, PayPal can be switched off and on depending on how machine reading assesses what you've been saying on social media. So if you've been too conservative or too liberal or you've used the word Trump too often or the words pro-choice too often or Sierra Club, machine reading will let PayPal know. PayPal will switch off or dial up your uh, interest on a credit card and um, that's the world you're living in. Uh, Microsoft and Salesforce have already been proposing versions of the vaccine passport because many tech companies are vying for this incredibly lucrative and immensely powerful contract, right? The people who have this data are going to run the world, basically, and, and they're going to be sort of the gods of the world. Um, and everything will go through them. They'll be more powerful than nations. They'll be more powerful than the UN. Um, but with a tweak of the back end, you can never be positive. You know, or never, never have a green check. Never have a I'm, I don't have COVID check. And there's no way to verify the COVID um, PCR tests. And studies and whistleblowers have shown that they can create false positives by just running them at above 25 cycle thresholds, right? So if you're a dissident, you can always be positive for COVID. And there is no way to challenge it, no way to verify it, and you'll be in a second-class category in society for the rest of your life, and your family will too. When you agree to the vaccine passports, when you go to a pub or a play or a restaurant and you swipe that, um, that, that code... Right, which you're getting used to because since COVID, uh, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you're you're asked to swipe that 
at QR code. Um, that doesn't just, where does that go? I will tell you where it goes. It goes to a central database and all the people who are with you who are also swiping the code, their information is also going to a central database, which means that the vaccine passport, quote unquote, which is really a social credit system, knows everyone who's at that table. And if you're talking about, you know, resistance to the system, if you're talking about staging a protest or writing an op-ed or mobilizing support for a representative to pass a bill to roll back this system, the platform will know. And there's a functionality that creates maps of networks of people. And as you all swipe in your vaccine passport to that cafe or to that restaurant or even to that living room, right? It is geolocating you and it can tabulate the searches you all have done historically and it can read what happened on your social media as a group and you as a group can be blackballed. Your social credit score can dial down or you're all positive, right? None of you ever gets to shop for food. None of you ever gets your children into school. Um, people who have been drafting uh, proposals for contracts for the vaccine passport system like Microsoft, they've said explicitly that the system can keep people who are positive from leaving the house, okay? And it can do that. It can make it impossible for you to get on a subway or metro or the tube in London. It can make it impossible for you to get on a bus. It can make it impossible for you to book an Uber or book a Lyft, right? And this is not like maybe 10 years down the line, maybe, you know, in a more dystopian society. I'm telling you, as CEO of a tech company, right now, right now, with a literally half-hour development on the back end, these functionalities can be integrated. And the last thing I really want to talk about is money. The U.S. is starting to propose a digital currency. Um, there's a white paper that was leaked to me of China uh, proposing to hold the world hostage basically by using biodata um, and the biodata of everyone and that is a goal uh, and again a lot of these tech companies are in alignment or working with China right so why has this whole coronavirus insanity had the effect of weakening the West well it's the Chinese Communist Party in alliance with big tech. And the, if you look at all the policies, they're about weakening the West, weakening our society, weakening our children, not letting them go to school, not letting grandparents hug grandchildren, um, you know, not letting us speak freely, not letting us congregate in town halls, not letting us pray, not letting us exert our First Amendment or Fourth Amendment rights. This is called subversion, all right? And so that has been happening for a year. Um, we're being turned into a weakened version of the West so that China and the tech companies can be the global superpowers, transcending nation states. That's what's been happening. You have to face it. But what the quote-unquote vaccine passports will do is create a way for China. You know, who owns Zoom, right? It's owned by a Chinese company. And many, many American influencers and media companies are have been bought up or bribed essentially by the Chinese Communist Party um, and so what is the immediate capability of the vaccine passport well Microsoft Salesforce rolled out 
an alignment of the vaccine passport with Apple Pay and with Google Wallet. And with a digital currency, you know what's next. Uh, if you're not a quote-unquote good citizen, if you see a movie you shouldn't see, if you go to a play you shouldn't go, go to, which the app will know, right? Because you have to scan it everywhere you go. There's no opting out for it. Um, then your, your revenue stream can be shut off or your taxes can be boosted or your PayPal won't function. And you don't have any choice except to get it back by being a good citizen and disavowing whatever, you know, renegade views you've been having. And I just want to say I've been deplatformed five times now since I started warning people about this by Twitter twice or three times, YouTube, Vimeo. Um, this may be deplatformed. But what was really striking to me about being deplatformed was the CCP-style conditioning with which I, as an American, was deplatformed. It wasn't just you violated our terms of service. You know, if you want to come back on, you have to not violate our terms of service. It was, we're giving you three strikes. You know, we're giving you three strikes, and at the end of that, you have to be a good citizen. And Twitter even gave me the opportunity of, like, erasing my own naughty tweets, like cleaning up my own mess, basically. Um, so these are all CCP-type conditioning. It's conditioning us to not be Americans. It's conditioning us to not be members of the West. And I really lie awake nights these days. Like, I've promised to reflect the danger exactly accurately since 2008 when I first wrote The End of America. Well, this is the most dangerous. There's no coming back from this. I mean, I was asked by a reporter today, what if Americans don't adopt this? And I said, you're already talking from a world that's gone if this succeeds in being rolled out because there won't be any choice. There's no such thing as refusing to adopt it. That's, there won't be capitalism. <laughs> there won't be free assembly. There won't be privacy. There won't be choice in anything that you want to do in your life. Uh, and there will be no escape. So I'm sorry to be such a downer, but understanding this technology, I thought I had to warn you and I had to tell you. Um, at Daily Clout, we've started a campaign to showcase mo model legislation at the state level to ban vaccine passports. It also, by the way, violates the Americans with Disabilities Act, which forbids you from even asking about someone's medical status and, and forbids you from denying anyone access to goods or services based on physiology. It's totally illegal. But it also violates the First Amendment and the Fourth Amendment. As a Democrat, I'm horrified that the Biden administration is rolling this out. But this is beyond partisanship. You know, Tories are rolling it out in Britain. In Israel, Netanyahu rolled it out. In six months, or no, four months, Israel crushed civil society because people who don't sign on to this past system uh, are, are second-rate citizens and people even who do sign on to it who are dissidents are hounded and shamed and ostracized and surveilled 24-7. Um, so they're horrified and they're trying to warn the rest of the world and I'm trying to warn you. So on Daily Clout, we're going to showcase model legislation. We're going to create a campaign platform for you to lobby your state representatives to pass legislation at the state level, which is the only hope to ban this. Um, please let your state representatives know and your Congress people know that you will remember if they usher in this tyrannical totalitarian platform. And I can't say 
more from my heart this is this is the cliff like this is suicidal this is the last step and there is no coming back from this so please join me in this fight thank you i'm sorry to be so serious but this is a very very serious moment a very serious technology and we cannot let it happen on our shores all right so it's not just enough there uh to kind of be anti-vax which we are and uh, you've continued her as uh you don't want to be a part of this uh, VAX passport, and you will be punished for not being a part of the VAX passport, um, but you'll be even more punished if you decide to use the VAX passport and uh, you are punishing yourself. So I'm going to let uh, Dowd and Rudy pick this apart. Uh, first, you, Dowd. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, obviously, to the untrained ear, this is the kind of stuff that you know people think is, is kookiness. I think one of the reasons I think there's a lot of credence with theorizing about a system like this is that our elites love control. That's why they're elites. Uh, you, hear, you, you read a column by Thomas Friedman of the glorious New York Times years ago, China for a day. If American leaders could just have the kind of control that they have in China, you know, in China, when they want to build a bridge, they just build it. They don't have to actually, you know, get approval for the taxpayers to, to get a special assessment for the bridge, let the local uh, people living there uh, weigh in, you know, let environmentalists do lawsuits, often a messy process that, that happens in the West. Um, they just do it because they're enlightened and they're at the top of the political food chain and, and they do whatever they want. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a debunker of bad public policy and I'm a debunker of a lot of, of theories. This is, I don't think, falls into one of those coup categories. Uh, China already has a system like this uh, at work. There's an interesting book. I was just looking at some quotes from a book by Steve Mosher uh, from the Population. Uh, he studies uh, organizations called the Population Research Institute. Uh, your credit score in China, uh, your social credit score, you can get demerits for... Uh, you know, defaulting on a loan, uh, criticizing government policy, uh, even spending too much time playing video games on the Internet. Uh, this kind of stuff is underway in China. And if, you know, what do we know about our political elites in this country? They don't care about basic civil liberties, the Bill of Rights. They, it's all about control for them. A. B. They openly admit from time to time that they like the kind of dictatorial power that China has. Uh, we've seen a fusion of the tech moguls who are completely out of their mind when it comes to controlling society, fused with, as we like to say here, the scumbags that are politicians, I think we should be enormously vigilant about this thing. And I can't disagree with anything Naomi Wolf said. We got to get to we got to get to work on this, like we like we fight on so many other fronts. All right, Rudy, uh, you are in a different position. You have been vaxxed, and uh, I think twice you had the two shot. Correct? Yep, I did. So you did two shots, and now in addition to that, your phone is going to be controlled and it's going to tell you where you can go, what you can do and uh, do you now comply with this since you've already been vaxxed and uh, it just seems like the next necessary step uh, for you. Well, no. Um, I still stand on... on I, the reasons I got vaxxed were my own personal reasons and while it was not the best decision I've ever made, I know that I still have ways to stop these things from happening. I'm going to start with Naomi shocked me when she said that she's a Democrat. That gave a little bit more credence in oh, my mind. She's not she's just saying. a Democrat. This lady is progressive. Big time, yeah. This isn't this isn't a normal Democrat. This is Melanie Stansberry yep, yep. uh liberal. She's advised Al Gore, Naomi this, Wolf. This yeah, woman yeah. is on the other side of the tracks. Yeah. I get that. But my point is is that because she's saying it lends a credence to it that helps me understand. I've often wondered I know this is gonna be an odd way to approach my point. 
I've often wondered when I watch um, Law & Order SVU, who in the hell came up with some of these stories on some of the deaths that we see on that show? Crazed in different minds had to have done that. Well, that's exactly what we have right now in the political world, in the control world. We have depraved, barren souls that think that they can control us. The problem is that it comes down to this for someone like me. I look at it and I say, okay, it is a battle between good and evil. I've heard you say that a million times, Eddie, because that's what it is. It's not a battle of right and wrong. It is a battle of good and evil. And so I will choose to do good period. I understand what they can do with this device, my phone. I understand what they can do with anything that I have out there in a credit card or a PayPal or any of those things. But I also understand that I have the guy that's on the good, believe this or not, and this is where I come from, God loves me more than they do. And so I'm going to stick on that particular side and say, Oh, come on. That's just a whole bunch of hogwash just so you can feel better about yourself. You know what? I'm going to take the gamble. I'm going to take the gamble that if I just do the right thing, even if it means that this body gets to expire, that's fine because I know what happens when this body expires. And I'm not going to be part of that system. I'm going to remain part of the system that is fighting for good. And I will do everything in my power to make sure that anyone that I know... My family, my friends, everyone that listens on the radio understands that this is where I'm at. I am not for going out and getting vaxxed. You can't do that. You can't just surrender to this. And you say, but Rudy, you did. No, I surrendered to peace in the family. Yeah, and also, I mean, it should be noted that you also had coronavirus before you got vaxxed, which we've heard from Dr. Eden that uh, you did not need the vaccination. But see, here's where we've sort of jumped the shark collectively as a society, if you could even say such a thing anymore, is it doesn't matter if you have it, they are going to force you into a behavior and your peace in the family is forced. Um, you are being forced to comply be- with that uh, pressure that's being put on you. Now let me explain something. Thank you, both of you, for your comments. Can I say just one real question, oh, sure. Eddie? Today when I got the second vaccine, vaccin- vaccination, oh, today. Wow. I got it today. Okay. I looked at the guy, I literally took off my mask, I put it in my pocket and I said, I never have to wear this again. Oh, you can actually hug and kiss people, too, according to exactly. Peter Cristiani. And he The only people said, who can celebrate and hug are people who have been vaxxed. Uh, I'm, I'm not allowed to probably touch my kids, right, because well, I haven't Eddie been vaxxed. Well, Eddie can hire but... Rudy to hug Eddie's children for him, Oh, right? there we go. That's, that's, I think that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's called, uh, I think that's in, in a Jewish uh, Shabbos goyim, where, where the, on the <laughs> Sabbath, you actually can hire uh, goyim to go out and do things that you can't do because you can't oh. be in a car and all that. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. 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 But do you know what his response to me was when I said I don't ever have to wear this again? Oh, this will be good. You will need to get another vaccine in about a year. They're about to make that mandatory. Yeah, it's called a booster shot. It's never, never going to end. Is it? You idiots. It's a booster shot. <laughs> this is just, more. They we intend gotta... on keeping us in this forever. Okay, well, there you go. You'll be getting the booster shot as well. All right, so let me tell you something very quickly. Okay. Um, provided that we're wrong, which where have we not been wrong on? Got a pretty uh, good record. Literally everything uh, we've told you for the meeting. So what's really interesting is here's Naomi Wolf. Okay, This is a woman who has worked for Clinton. She was a Rhodes Scholar. She went to all the liberal schools like Yale. She worked for Al Gore. Um, like There is no amount of liberalism that's been coming. Right. Now she's been kicked out of that whole entire thing because of Dick Morris. Okay, 
And they, they she's been during the entire COVID nineteen pandemic, she has been uh, uh, basically objected to every lockdown. She's Jewish. She's from San Francisco. Uh, this is a woman who has been carrying the liberal progressive torch like no other. I plead with you guys, please, please, do not succumb to even more of this. There's no reason to, okay? They will cast out their very own if it does not agree with their agenda. Understand that reason and accountability have left the building forever here in this country. There's nothing that that is uh, in the least bit conservative about this woman. Okay? So if she can say these things and put this information out there and somehow convince you, this is the woman who literally wrote Vagina, a new biography. (laughs) What, What more do you want me to say? If this is a woman who comes off as very cognitive, very reasoned, and telling you about how the rest of this stuff works... And now she's being cast out by the entire literary community uh, from the left. They are running her through the mud right now. Okay? This is the woman who was, uh, was, was talking about the authenticity of the videos, talking about the beheadings of, of the American journalists by ISIS. But yet she is telling you on this COVID-19 what is actually happening, and she's talking about the Communist Party. I don't know that anybody would know more about all these connections Maybe more than her, mm-hmm. but us. She's been in the room. <laughs> She's been in the room. That's a great way to put well, it. Well, I'm surprised that, Ru- that Rudy's surprised because She's it, very wasn't, well known. it wasn't that long ago, Rudy, that liberals, and this is why libertarians, a lot of conservatives hate we libertarians, we part ways for them, on a number of real civil liberties issues like free speech and you know we don't think there should be local bans on the 7-Eleven selling Playboy, you know, that kind of stuff. We tend to be against the drug war. We think brothels would be legal. There was a time before they were totally power-crazed AOC, MLG nutcases that liberals took a principled position on civil liberties. They cared very much about privacy. They cared very much about the First Amendment. And we libertarians were on common ground with them. The left has given over completely to Chinese-style control, which is why it's so appealing to them. There's a few of them left, like Naomi Wolf, maybe three or four. They could sit around this table probably. But uh, that that ship sailed, and, and they are all in on power. And when you have people like Thomas Friedman, as I'll say it again from the New York Times, China for a day, just imagine if the American president could be the Chinese Communist Party for a day, <laughs> what we could accomplish. Um, that's where they're coming from now, and that's why... And it's Republicans and Democrats. Oh, a lot of them, yeah. You need to understand that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just like Mark Morris, who's debating right now, directly benefited from the lockdowns and the testing. Yep, yep. Understand, this is just about money. This is about getting paid off to do this. Uh, Peter Travestiani paid off. He was letting the economic turnaround. Yeah, right. right? Wasn't he part of the, the head of the committee to do that? Yep, he was yeah. on, the, on the committee. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, the New Mexico GOP continues to demonstrate it is complicit in the corruption of New Mexico government by virtue of failure to ever call it out. Yep. Of course. Yep. Uh, let's see. What is this? Uh, Naomi Wolf is her name. Time to be punishers. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> Calvary. Get, get some, you and Rudy. I'm not getting on Rudy. I'm just telling him I'm just like I, I'm talking to Rudy like I talk to anybody else. There's no difference. And just I mean, quickly. And, and me calling and explaining what's happening is just getting us another example in the room of what's happening. Uh, yeah, just quickly on the vaccine. You know, this is, she's talking about the vaccine. But if you look what's happening in China, there's so many other things beyond health care. Uh, think about what's in terms of being deplatformed and having a social credit system in the United States. 
What if you have wrong think on climate change? What if you have wrong think on the science of abortion? What if you have wrong think on income inequality? The vaccine passport maybe gets you into a broader social credit system where all kinds of bad thinking and, and bad speech gets you discriminated against. Because so. they want to now turn you into them. I get that. That's yeah. why I say it's good and evil, and I will not succumb there's, to the evil. There's nothing good about it. Not one good thing. I totally agree. Uh, as a Democrat, this woman likely voted for that fraud Biden. I guarantee she did not vote for Biden. Uh, Alex Jones tried to warn us all. Moderna, the big pharma company, said their vaccine is an operating system. Look it up on DuckDuckGo. Look that up real quick. It's good stuff. Eddie, uh, great clip. Naomi Wolf is a progressive but a liberal in the true sense of the word. There you go. Bang, bang. Uh, who is this tech CEO right now? That is Naomi Wolf. So this is such a mark of the beast type of dystopian hell she is talking about. Well, she knows it, and who knows it better than her? The media was bragging yesterday about there was 1.7 million air travelers. Uh, bragging about uh, that amongst 5,080 air- airports. That's 334 people per airport. Uh, so the, the university let people out of regular vaccines like MMR and polio when they were mandatory for religious or personal reasons. But this vaccine, which is far more reason to be controversial, is mandatory. Makes total sense if you're a Democrat moron. We'll see you tomorrow, bright and early. Tomorrow, bright and early, uh, 4 p.m. here in the Kiva. Great show, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Bill O'Reilly is next. Uh, and then, uh, boy, hump day tomorrow. So it's going uh, to look good. Give me another good show tomorrow. Appreciate everybody uh, tuning in to the Kiva. And, uh, hey, we're wide open for calls going forward, too. Thank God we got that fixed. Thanks, everybody, for helping and listening and believing in what we do. Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, May 4th. 